0: rising up, in the jungle we united up. tripping orange and black and white, all day when we fight, live and die in these stripes, Uh. now who gotta move rocking on, now who wanna move close enough, now who wanna move bottom, if you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock yeah we got em, yeah we got like that black and orange on bottom, who they rockin' with the diamond stripes? Flossing on the ring, Cincinnati, she's our queen. We gon' show the world who's king.
2: Orange in
0: the day, black in the night.
2: Stripes in Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're- something's wrong with your mic. Something is definitely wrong, bro. I got this. I got this. Welcome to Bengals and Brews. Yeah, I am you your go. host, Greg Luther. I got pork chop here. They'll the coast, will be in soon. How are we doing today? Man, Greg, I just woke up, buddy, so I'm doing good. I got drunk as fuck on tequila before I went to bed for Cinco de Mayo. That's you awesome. Know? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Waking up, got my brew day koozie. Mine is still yet to come in the mail soon. I was hoping to get it today, but the, the, the sooner... I get it. The, the better and all that. So learn that man. You know, I, I was cutting grass last three hours, a little drowsy, but I'm here. How are we doing today? Let me tell you something, Greg, you might not know about this fucking brew day. Koo- koozie. What a $4 saying. shipping rate, right? No shit. The thing is you can order one or you can order 50 and it's the same shipping rate. I probably so should have done that. Probably Stock up and get some for your family because birthdays, Christmas, Dang Mother's it. day, father's day, you know, my boss's birthday is coming up. I should have gotten him. One. Man, I met your boss. That motherfucker needs a koozie. Hell yeah, he does. Hell yeah, he does. I, I I ought to get him one and all that. But yeah, man, other than that, though, man, you know, it's a good day. It's a beautiful Friday. You know, let's hope it stays this way and not go back cold soon. But other than that, though, man, yeah, man, it's a glorious Friday. I'm just happy. It's I not just there. any Friday. It's Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, buddy. Cinco de Mayo. right. I came home from work, and I got drunk on tequila before I went to bed, and I plan on doing it again before I go to bed again. Absolutely, man, absolutely. I guess for of de Mayo, I better go to Chipotle today, right? Well, that's not really Mexican, Greg. That's American-Mexican. Close enough. You need to go to uh, Condado's. Condado? No, that's actually American-Mexican, too, I believe, but still. As long as we're going to one of the two. Well, exactly, exactly. That or Midwest next week. We haven't decided yet. Midwest barbecue kidding. sounds Mexican as fuck. Hell yeah, next week, man. Let's do it, man. Well, let's, Whoa, let's give this a shot, boys. All right, oh, I'm coming for you a little bit, man. So, you sound golden. You sound golden now, man. You had a sword there, bro. Dude, that thing went out. I, I touched the microphone, mm-hmm. and it just went. I'm
0: like, like what uh, the I hell, was, man? I was
2: like, get ready to do the intro, and that, and that, yeah. that happened. And I was like, yeah, like, oh, shit. Boy. That's a way to start off your Friday, right? They've brew Day. Friday. Mine's coming in the mail, Dale. I thought it was coming in now, but it's coming in soon. I appreciate you guys, man. And, and poor child, can you put that up there again? I'm going to get my light on here. Probably see a little better. I can't see shit. Brew Day? Brew That's Day. A, there you go. The Brew Day koozie. That is kick-ass. I mean, it's a, it's a sweet-looking koozie, so we got those on our site. I'll tell you know. what, though, this is God, uh, God's the honest truth, man. Like, I had one of these fucking uh, Rheingeist, right, without yeah. the koozie. And I was like, man, that tastes pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. And then I put it in the koozie, and it tastes like fucking Jesus is pissing in my mouth. That's just how it works. It's it's, it's awesome. They so make our- shit taste better, and it stays cold <laughs> forever. Our I mean, stores- probably. I drink them too fast, but <laughs> I, I probably would. But it probably would. Probably would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every sip I take is cold. So, if you want to get a koozie, a hat, a shirt, I mean, we got all the different shirts. We got all different styles of shirts on there. Hey, um, look, fucking represent. Yes, we got tons and tons of different shirts. I love it. I love, like, different styles, different things. I mean, you get your NFL, you know, draft scout shirt that you're, a, you're an expert. I don't think anybody bought one of those, but... I, sh- I probably need one. I should have, man. I was about to. I should <laughs> But there's, there's just so much on there. There's hats for women, shirts for women, whatever. So get your lady something. That way you can get something. Canned titty that. guy. That's always a good thing. And favorite. the Canned titty day's guy shirt up. is still the number one seller. Mother's yep. Day's coming up, man. Bengals and Brews. Dot dot store. Buy your mom a Canned titty guy shirt. If Thank you fucking thing. love her. Yeah. If you love your mom, get her a Canned titty guy shirt. And a fucking beer nice. koozie. Come on, yeah. man. I live on the west side. That's what the fuck we do. Absolutely. You know, that is a very nice thing. That would be a nice yeah. gift. How could you go wrong? Nothing says I love you, mom, like canned titty guy on a shirt. Yeah. Absolutely. And a koozie for your mom's beer. Fuck yes. Yeah. For her fucking your wine. Put your old wine in there. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever for her do. fucking key By the way. Wine. Breaking news with the uh, Colts. Enough, uh, nothing, nothing too big. They have released Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. So. Hmm. Crickets. Yeah, I feel bad for the it. guy. The guy like got it completely ignored after he won the Super Bowl. Good. You sound good, just like Derek's backyard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a whatever move, but yeah, he's really falling. I don't know how old he is, but yeah. He's like 35, 36. I was going to say, he would have been a good option for us as a backup, but now that we got Trevor Simeon, it doesn't matter now, yeah. obviously. Yeah, we're we're probably good on that. I still think they wanted the guy in the draft that they could have had around for more years. Yeah. But, man, those guys flew off the board quick. Aiden O'Connell and Dorian Thompson-Robinson, guys we were interested in, I think they both went in the fourth round. Yes, they did. Like, forget that. Yeah, screw that, man. So, um yeah, so yeah, we were going to talk a little uh, schedule, a little uh, maybe predictions for the season. And then the chat's not really bumping today, but anybody in the chat has topics they still want to discuss, we'll we'll talk about that. So, um, But, yeah, I think the schedule's cool. supposed to release next week. Is that correct, Greg? The 11th, yes. Uh, God, 11th. I can't wait. Can't wait for it. I can't wait. You know, it's going to be awesome. This is the first time in my life I don't have to worry about buying tickets to a game. Last year, for two games, Pittsburgh and Miami, I paid $120 each. This year, I got season tickets, only paid $715. I can relax now. I'm all good to go. Yeah, you don't have to stress about it. Even no. Out. It's all good. All good, bro. So that's good. I know uh try bringing that picture up. Our uh, home opponents being, obviously, the three in the division. Yep. The Ravens, Stillers, Browns.
0: I think I'm ready to stretch again soon. Hold on. Hold
2: then we have the Texans, the Colts, the Rams, Seahawks, Vikings, and Bills. Rams, Seahawks, Vikings. Man, the Seahawks. That Seahawks can be cool. The Vikings would be cool. I mean, should we get should we take a guess which one would be prime time, do you think? Or uh we can do that. I mean, yeah. if- well, or just even what ones, even if they're primetime or not. What, like, let's just say two games on that home schedule with you having season tickets this year. Right. Not the most to you. I'll ask you that first. All right. So what two games? So, oh, man. So name, name can you go through it one more time? I'm so sorry. Are three division guys, and then right. the Texans and the Colts. Okay. Who both have brand new quarterbacks. Right. The Rams, who beat us in a Super Bowl mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks, who, man, I was telling you guys, their roster yep. is Dude, stacked. They got an offensive line, yeah. Seahawks, Seahawks. Dino is just solid. They're so stacked. I was going through rosters the other day for needs for next year because I always like to keep all my draft stuff ready yeah. to kind of go for the next year. Yeah. And I was looking at their roster, and I'm just like, damn, they are stacked everywhere. Yes, are. And um, and then the Vikings, who Justin yeah. Jefferson and and crew – Yeah, and then the Bills, who we didn't get to finish that game last year, Bills definitely Bills. And then, is there any others? I'm gonna go Bills and Rams, just because get revenge on the Rams. That's what I was kind of like, and I could see that. I could see them putting the Rams game on a Thursday night. Yeah, I could see that. Everybody gets a Thursday nighter, right? Yeah, okay. And that would give them something to talk about with the Rams, since they're like, you know, been down the last couple of years. Well, have you noticed with us last two years in a row we have had a Thursday night game the last Thursday in uh, September? Have you noticed that? Yeah, and we've had it as like our. I mean, we had the whiteout last yep. year, and we've the Ring of Honor the last two years. Yes, with Ring of Honor. honor. It kind of yeah. be nice that, that just ended up just kind of being the tradition of it in a way. No, I'm cool with that. That's awesome because that's like a perfect Thursday night. That's like the perfect time of the year. When you're kind of getting into fall, it's got that perfect football weather. I'm cool with that, man. Damn. So before I get into seven... Go ahead, job, Go ahead. I was just going to say, please, God, let them have both whiteout games at Cincinnati. Quit taking our fucking whiteout game away. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I that last year why we had one on the road. I don't know but... why in the fuck we went and did the white uniforms in fucking Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, I was just badass of just the whole environment. It should be a, right. a night game in the all-whites. Like, yes, and you know, there was reports that said that we're going to get the maximum amount of um, primetime games this year. Yes. Well, I read it. off the, the home schedule there. So it was our, like Ben and Greg said, we're probably both excited for Buffalo and, and the Rams just because the Rams beat us and Buffalo right. unfinished business a little bit from the regular season. We're going to fucking run over the Rams, though. But we play like the Seahawks, Vikings, Colts, and Texans out of the division as well. At Seahawks, yeah. Hey, Colts are going to be interesting, though, man. I'm I'm interested to watch Anthony Anthony Richardson play, though. Yeah, well, yeah. We- you got Anthony Richardson and uh, C.J. Stroud, right? So, yeah. Hmm. We'll, we might get to see two of those young quarterbacks early on. It's yes, going to be sure, great to watch see. Miles Murphy fucking put him right on their fucking ass. Maybe we'll get the Colts week one, though, and that's when they still have Menchie, which maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing, but because I think he'll start the season for the Colts. Right. Yeah, yeah, Andy, yeah. you're probably right, but, man, I want Anthony Richardson. No, Anthony Richardson, I was talking to my, my brother-in-law, who's a huge Colts fan. He wanted Anthony Richardson because it was just – I don't think he liked Will. He was not a big fan of Will Levis. He wanted the, the, the quarterback – with Anthony Richardson, it's like, you know, he didn't really do well in college, but he's got such a good athletic score. It's like, you know, he wanted to take a game. His upside, man. Yes. Gabriel his upside. that upside. He's such a freak. Yeah, his upside is just too good to pass up. Well, I he's agreed. fucking SEC, man, and fucking big dick Joe yes. runs right through the SEC. You don't give a fuck.
3: Yeah. Well, before I-
2: we go into the away games, which are pretty stacked, and then and then also go into maybe the premier games, we got the chat started picking up, so we got to get the Brew Crew involved. You know, that's part of this show. Right. Truly, with my heart, believe that. Hell, you guys are both in the Brew Crew. Absolutely. are on the show a lot. Proud members of the Brew Proud Crew. Proud members, bro. So, we got Fiji. What do you all think about the cheesecake? I thought that was a good move, but what's he going to do? Play left tackle? And right, I, I don't that. All that talk, them. all the talk of the guy, Jawan Taylor, they were moving to left tackle from the Jags when they paid him $80 million. Now he just goes back to right. He's a fucking – he's a baller at right tackle. I don't know why they put him on left anyway. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You know what you're getting with him at right tackle. I thought that – to me, it helps them because he can go back to his natural position. And Donovan Smith's a proven NFL solid veteran at left tackle. So, I think this is a good move. They, they didn't hit necessarily what they wanted in the draft at right. the spot. So, they went out and filled it immediately. Exactly. You can't bitch when that happens. Like no, you You, you cannot. Good for them, maybe not good for us, but you know what? We're, we're going to run through them like a fucking freight train anyways because they, they've been just doing don't, this. Chirp, chirp. Don't stand on the tracks when the train's coming through. That train Let's is fucking off coming this year. Yes. And that train is going to hammer through Kansas City, right. which is in the weight game coming up here in a minute. But. It's going to be the first game of the season. We got I'm Antoine good. that said, what's up, guys? Oh, and hey, Dale. Hey, Dale. Dick. dick. I love you, Antoine dick i think a lot of the nfl will be at 500 until injuries take hold nfl is so deep a talent it seems now more than ever that's from our buddy dustin um yeah i mean that that's how the nfl's designed it's not like baseball where you can go out and spend 400 million and the reds third highest paid players kicker for junior who retired 10 years right. ago. like baseball's a shame it's a yeah, sham, yeah. actually not even shame a shame so um Dean said week 17 versus Bengals against Kansas City. He was on last night. So fun to watch. No <laughs> the outcome. Uh Kelsey and Mahomes on the sideline were so cocky. They're always cocky. That's what I mean. But yeah. oh no, they're just humble guys in Kansas City. Oh my God. How's your brother doing in jail? How's Jackson doing, huh? No How's his butthole? Man. That boy ain't gonna make it in there. I'm telling no. you. He'll he's a little, he's a be there. everybody's a little bitch. A little twink. He'll be getting it. Sorry, when fuck fucking A you here. will. Yeah, would you chase roll your? I uh, hope the fucking pat Just got cut. He just was that, got was that Washington? Yeah, Commanders. Yes, okay. he just got cut. I say a thing. I was like, I didn't want to say the wrong team, but I thought he's with the. I I would be honest with you. I don't know tons about him. I you I know mean, maybe at least look him up with PFF. What is he? Yeah, I'm doing. I'll do that right, right now for you. That you can. I'm doing and
0: that then, right uh, now.
2: David said white out against the Chiefs, but it's a we we're on the road with them this year, David. So. I don't. I don't want to waste it on the road. Mm. I mean, but it could be prime time. It depends if it's late in the year. It could be like snowing. That would kind of be cool. And then they could all bitch about how that's true a home field advantage. Like we're wearing our white uniforms. Oh, they would too. They did it. Yeah. Yeah. So Dale, uh, his uh, overall score this year, the cool year, fifty-six point three pass blocking, sixty-four point four run blocking, fifty-two point six. But last year. His overall grade was 83. His pass blocking was 69.3, and his run blocking was 86.1. But obviously, last year doesn't matter. The year. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Teddy Kay's our guy at center. Yeah. I mean, he'd be a hell of a backup, but shit. Oh, yeah. the, the, how old is he? Uh, how old is he? I shit. Uh, uh, I mean, from the sounds of him, shit, he should still be looking to find a starting spot. Somewhere. Oh, he, he is. Uh, date of birth: eight twenty. So he's twenty nine point six years old. Oh yeah, he's going to start somewhere. I oh say. yeah, that's the thing. If we didn't have Teddy K, yeah, sign me up. Yeah. Um, Antoine said he heard Jackson Home kiss that girl. Just uh, prove to people that he's not gay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with. With yeah. it, if you are. Right. Twitter, we know. We have family members. Very. That's right. We do. Proud right. uh, LGBTQ followers. Right. Yes, I do. I'm big. Uh, I'm actually very big and supportive of LGBTQ. Plus, I've been told by my but, kids, there's a plus but, on the end of it. But plus, he just needs to come out of the closet. Yes. Stop hiding. It's okay. No one cares. Just be proud of yourself, man. Be you, brother. Don't be molest- molesting women. You no. made yourself uncomfortable. You made right. her uncomfortable. And now you went to jail for like five minutes until Patty had to bail you out. Yep. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. Him and that fucking wife are doing too much. Oh yeah, man. She's she's what, what the fuck, man. I'm you know she's a
4: I'm just
2: gonna say it. I'm always like, "Fuck Pat Mahomes" because he's a chief, but at the same time, I'm like, "Jesus Christ, what the fuck is wrong I, with this I, guy?" Yeah, I like feel bad for him at times, but then, then I'm he like, had a hey. second kid with that fucking wacky bitch. Yeah, you're doing I'm this like, to yourself geez. at this point, right? Man, Jimmy, wrapped that motherfucker up, man. Quit having kids with. I him. mean, look at Russell Wilson. He looked like yeah one of them crazies when he got drafted. You know that white woman? I was like that meme will be out there forever. She's like, ah! and then uh, man, that motherfucker said, "All right, enough of you." I'm gonna move on to Sierra. I'm not saying that she Russ, I think, is a little crazy too, but still, Sierra. Whew, God damn. Man, I work in psychiatry, man. That he shit is, is genetic. So whatever that wife has got, man, them kids will probably get too. don't I to give a shout out to Orange Hero for that wicked tattoo he's getting right now? That tiger, man. That is kick-ass what he's getting. He's oh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. using all that fucking chat money. All that super chat money is what yeah. I told him. <laughs> Come on, rowdy, Dustin, throw in some more money because. <laughs> Fucking Derek needs it for that tattoo. Yeah, getting that whole damn tiger on his arm. He's getting a badass one. That is a badass tiger he's getting. I, I put in the chat what my idea was. I don't want to say it out loud because I want it to be original, but that that's the one I want. The only time I ever considered getting one is the Bengals won the Super Bowl, I might have considered doing it. Like a Lombardi? No, you know, like on the side, maybe on my legs somewhere and all that. But, yeah, something like that, I may have considered it. They, man, on your forehead, Greg. Come on, man. Yeah, Well win the baby. Super Bowl. I guess so. He's, he's getting a, a tat. Dean, uh, Orange Arrow's getting a tat. Yeah, he's getting a big old, big old half sleeve of a tiger. Yep. Oh, it's fucking sweet. It's I heard the tiger was gay though. Yeah, I wondered, what's the chances he lets me just rub my balls on it down in lot yeah. one. I mean, I. I mean, it's probably pretty good huh. when he hits that fucking bourbon, yeah. right? Yeah, well, guys, before, before we get back to the schedule thing, uh, do you think the Bengals are teasing us fans? I know it's five-five today, but you know you have T. Higgins and Logan Wilson. Do you think that's just a coincidence, or do you think they're teasing us that something? I think up that's just, just their numbers, and today is five-five. Yeah, I think it is up. just that is just facts, just right. a whole big coincidence. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's like all right. Anything crazy? Logan, Logan Wilson retweeted with the sunglasses. I'm, but you know, maybe I'm mad. Maybe I'm just. Antoine uh, said, "You need a Bengals tramp stamp, Greg." What the hell? Do it. <laughs> uh, oh, that's true. You we'll you see. do need a Bengals tramp stamp. You can get the date of the Super Bowl right right above your ass crack. We'll yeah. see. I know the transfer say NFL right here. I'm just kidding. It'll have a couple Bengals paws on the side and be like rare. Right. Yeah, it'll be like your asshole's growling at people. Right, like you asshole's <sighs> growling. It's like your asshole's a tiger. Yeah. Oh, man, that's going to be epic. I, I say go for it. I gave a tattoo before, Greg. If you want me to, i wrap fucking thread oh, around that's the pretty needle. Going. And... David said he got the Rolling Stones tongue, tongue with, uh, with Bengal stripes. On. That's pretty badass. It's pretty iconic. Yeah. That is right. pretty cool. The, back to the schedule. We get distracted here quite easily. At it's true. I'm already one shot in. Oh yeah, by the way, for anyone that doesn't know that's not fortunate enough to be in a group chat with Port Chop. Yeah. He uh he got off work this morning, works works overnight, all night. How long of a shift? Twelve hours. Twelve hour shift. So he gets home and decides, you know, singing to Mayo. before <laughs> I take a nap here. I it, you know, five five. I'm gonna do five shots of tequila. Right. Back to back to back to back to back. Uh Yeah, they even couldn't understand him. And then someone made the unfortunate comment of oh, he's going to be sick- sending dick pictures here in a minute. Next thing you know, he sent a big old dick into <laughs> the group chat. <laughs> you said don't give him any ideas and well I got that text while I was looking one up to send. Hey. I was going to send my own. Jesus Christ. Uh, and I plan of, to be at person. all the home games along with these two guys. We all have season tickets. <laughs> Same thing with Derek and Hootay Joe and Hey, My shout out to shout out to Cincy James. I know forever he, he, his. And he no, he is sitting a row right behind me, just a couple seats over. I mean, talk about a small world and all that, you know, like singles and bourbons in the same section. Yeah, and little known fact in that section sets a certain Elizabeth Blackburn. That's true. That's and what she likes to say. Two sections over sits a certain fucking other white meat. Who's that? The Mayor Port, of Pork Chapolis. Porchopolis. So if you catch him on a tequila drunk, he'll probably buy you a fucking $15 beer at halftime. There you go. He's my sugar daddy sometimes. Took takes me out to eat. Yeah. I have. I'm looking forward to the next time already. But yeah. I, lo- I love having sugar daddy. It's great. Yep. <laughs> Greg. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Our away games, obviously, the three-division games, so they'll probably put all those in prime time like last year. Oh, yeah. At least to begin with. Even oh, yeah. Even though the Steelers suck so bad, they flex that one out. Right. Uh, then we have the uh, miniature Cardinals with their miniature quarterback. Right. We have Mini the Wow, Jaguars. Yep. Who Uh. pretty good well, team, honestly. Don't well, turn your right. backs on them, man. No, I mean – Doubt they'll have a home-field event. Maybe fans will mm-hmm. finally start coming because they've got a team to support there. right? They do. That's good for Jacksonville, you know. It's a small town. Yeah, exactly. And I'll go ahead and mention the Titans, who have Will Levis. Who knows when we play them. He could be the starter by that point over Tanner. Yeah. And then these uh, these two teams also, uh, <laughs> this little team called the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeesh. So that's a couple of. I mean, that, along with the Jaguars and the division, Tennessee and Arizona, but that's a pretty tough red schedule. Dale, they got to play us. I know. That's what I was about to say. It would worry me if I didn't think we were just going to come out and destroy teams because of the bad taste we have in our mouth from last year. Yep. Schedule-wise, it it, it, it is a fairly tough schedule. Anytime you win your division, the next year on paper, it's going to look like a fairly tough schedule coming in. Well, then we're going to have a tough fucking schedule for the next 10 years. I don't give Pretty a – I don't – last year everybody thought – remember we would start out 0-2. Like the first four games we were supposed to win, we didn't. Everybody was freaking. A lot of people were freaking out and all that. I just said, take it one game at a time and we won eight. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I wasn't freaking out. I remember going to Iceman's a lot and like just being like I think we're good. Like I still have faith in Joe Burrow. Like, exactly. I mean, More I mean, than anything. I like watching him play Trevor Lawrence as far as the Jaguars go because, it, you know, Trevor Lawrence is always going to be second to fucking Joe Burrow since the national championship. I, I was, so you know, he's coming in with the pressure, and Joe Burrow is fucking just yeah. cool as motherfucking ice. Well, what what they'll Dale, can you agree with me on this? Trevor Lawrence, everybody thought he was going to be – some thought he was going to be a bust after his rookie year. I blame all that Urban Meyer and his play calling, how he tried to develop. It. Yeah, you can't hate on the kid with that shit show that Urban Meyer was no. running down there that year. I mean, Ur- year. I mean like, no, I, I, Urban Meyer – no, and I wasn't really surprised he had a bounce back here. I'm like, no, Urban Meyer, he tried to use him the same way he, he, he used all of his Ohio State quarterbacks. He did not use any of his talents to anything. Didn't you notice that, Dale, we were playing Jacksonville – Erdmeyer used him the same way he used his quarterbacks at Ohio State. Ted. Yeah. And I don't know what the he his fingers up, uh, random 20-some-year-olds' asses yeah. after games. Erdmeyer, yeah, a lot going on there. Yeah. Yeah, David, I agree, man. With this team, I mean, how can we be scared of anybody we play? Like, yep. You know, as long as Joey B is behind center back there. Yep. Gotta anybody, no. anytime, anywhere. No matter the stakes, no matter what. Not worried one bit. So, if we want to look at potential, maybe prime time games with this schedule, yep. how many do you think, poor Chop? You were saying, I they said that we're going to max it out. How What's the maximum? Like five I was or six? Five. I was thinking it was five, but I think I could it's be five wrong. Two, five. Sounds group right. Group could, uh, correct me if if I'm wrong.
0: This I think it a, is
2: five. It's not very often, so I'm probably right. It's going to be Kansas City and Buffalo. Yeah, Kansas City and Buffalo are going to be two of them. They're going to be the first two primetime games. I Thank hope they're know. night games, too. Yeah, you know, if I had to get – now, say if it – heard eight. We can't have eight. It can't be that many. Eight. Hey, can I say something also with somebody in our division? Don't you love it how Lamar Jackson was, like, talking about how he was ticked off with the whole Sam Hubbard thing? I'm like, if you really cared, you would have been in that game with your teammates – and all that and stuff. And you weren't even keeping. We don't know how injured he is. I'm not going to speak on all that against the man. I did see where he's talking about his mom being a superhero and man, that shit really touched me because that's cool. You know, my mom working multiple jobs growing up and she wants me to focus on football. I don't want to get a job and try to be helping her out. Like I see her doing that. He said, I see her doing that. I got to make it, you know, like, right. Man, right. I'm just, when I heard that, I almost retweeted. I gave it a like. I didn't retweet it. No, that's cool. Can't, like, can't like, be like, too nice to this guy. No, right? no, no, no. I did think that was awesome because. You, no, no. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. Like, I, I just didn't understand why he wasn't at the game. I, I get it. He was hurt and all that. I'm not really trying. I, I'm just saying. You know, he. I just wish he. Don't you think he should have been at the game though with his teammates? Uh- he was watching. He was taking a shit when we when that happened. He came back out and we were fucking. Sam Hubbard was running yeah. it down the field. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I always, you know, if you can be there, you should try to be there. But we don't know. Like, maybe. No, rehabbing, no that's true, Dale. We <laughs> around the clock. And if they won, he was trying to get ready for the next week. We- you, you know, what, you, you're right, there. My bad. And no, all no, of- no, Greg. Greg. No. It's it's all spec. I don't know either. Like, you're just saying, like, there's nothing wrong with what you're saying. I'm just saying, me personally, I'm not going to. Right, exactly. But, but the same thing is, I kind of backed him up at one point because, you know, if he's not going to get paid, I don't – in a way, I didn't blame him for not coming on the field. But at least, even if you're hurt, I don't know. But, you know, like you said, we don't know the whole story. So, yeah. I, I see fun. this, too. I think this is true. I think it will be prime oh, time. yeah. That's the one that will be prime they time. They won't give it to us at home. They'll mm-hmm. give it to us on the road and hope we fail. Well, they're not going to give us all prime time at <clears throat> home. They're going to be on the road, to That Kansas City one, man, that's going to be the fucking first game of the year. That's what I think. Well, let's put it on the board, the Ravens. Here, we're going to put the at Ravens as one of our prime time predictions. So I want to see if we can nail these down. I don't know, Port job because the last couple of years when we're at home, it's been 4 o'clock games against Kansas City. And they get the Romo and Nance call. But we're in Kansas City and we're used to getting fucked, so... That's true. I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> I'm willing to put fucking, I'll do one of those shotgun bets on that fucking first game oh, of the year. Okay. So I'm yeah. saying now that it might be up to six primetime games. Oh, and would, that'd be awesome. That's, oh, man, dude. I, I got to tell me, you guys, I like, I like my one o'clock games, though. Me, I do. too. I love my one o'clock games. Boys, I'm two hours away and two hours yep. back, and I go up early to tailgate. I mean, these night games. When yeah. you go up early to tell game for night games, I'm just like, ah, I'm Well, no, Dale, for you, like, later. what time do you get home at night after, like, a night game? What, like, the next day? Yeah, a lot of times I just have to end up staying the night, but I can't freaking, especially with Marissa, like, she, we ain't going to be able to call off, like, you know, six times, three, four times. <laughs> right, right. During the season. Right. From a four o'clock game, you get home, like, what, six or seven p.m., and that still gives you plenty of time. You no, know, yeah. the game ain't over till. Right. You 1 o'clock game, I get home about 8 p.m. Man, you drive slow, man. You only live like two hours away. Yeah, it's You tough. have to play the game, Greg. Yeah. If the game ends at 4 and it takes two hours to get to your house, they don't leave get the, the, park out of the parking, parking lot. lot. Yeah, oh, right. they leave uh, the parking oh. lot about an hour and a half, two hours after because the game. Because you're not going anywhere anyways. That's right. That's right. Okay, That's I didn't right. think about that. You're right. we chill for an hour and a half or so in the parking lot after the games. Okay. Because let the char- let char- let traffic die down, Yeah. Yeah. That's my pro tip for anybody. Because after the Jags game, uh, not this past year, but the year before the Thursday nighter, uh, we sat in the damn parking garage on the fifth floor, didn't move for over an hour plus, and I'm sitting there having to pee. I had all these freaking uh, the cups you get from the game. Had like a couple of them. I filled right. two of them up, and then, man, I I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I was, yeah. it, was it was close. I needed oh, a third fucking one. F- f- filled them up with piss? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 Dale. Now, no, no, guys, will you guys all be going to the preseason games too? Yeah, fuck yes. I don't know. What will what? we have this year? Last year we had two. We only have one, I think. Oh, it's only one. That's, That's right. Way. <laughs> I like it that way because then you get nine regular season ones. No, but – so the- We don't get any moved out of country. Yeah. I mean, we, honestly – the, the ones in Germany. Preseason fucking sucks, man, but I just can't wait to get back in the stadium. So, no, I just, yeah, if it's just one game, there's a good chance I'll go. And the last two years, I've taken Miley the last two years of the preseason. Well, I tell you, the uh, preseason, yeah. we had those in two summers, it was just they were both like 68 degrees, perfect football weather, perfect. The, the, I mean, like 65,000 fans were at a freaking preseason game last year. That's unheard of, even like in the adult years. I do not recall that many fans being at a game. Do you guys? Well, the freaking practice, like the scrimmage they had was packed. They only had the lower level open and you couldn't find seats. Yeah. I was already late. And then I get there and there's nowhere to sit. Yep. So I took pictures with you and James, Jeff, Bengals of Bourbon. And I said, fuck it, let's leave. And we went to the mall. <laughs> I was there. Drove all two hours up there. Oh, oh was that the, about ten or fifteen minutes? Oh, was that the family day? Yeah, when they had the. Well, just there, man, that's deal. I got there three hours early. Yeah, you got to get there three hours early, bud. Okay, yeah. When you're bringing your wife and two daughters, yeah. Oh, yeah. Excuse, two hours away. Excuses, excuses. Uh, fucking God's country, motherfucker! You don't know that struggle. No. Buddy, that's why I'm on my own. No, no, no. That's when James called me. Do you have any seats? And I'm like, James, you got to get here right now because it's first come, first serve. I have people give me dirty looks, and James like, Greg, I'm here, I'm here, and all that and stuff. So maybe I should start charging people for, for for seats. There you go. I'm just kidding. I ain't doing that. I say we still keep this at five. Even if it is six, let's just try to pick a five. We got one. Right. The Ravens. Yeah. Right. Away. We think that one will be away. All right. Um, man, this is... It's always so random, like it's never like the biggest ones you always think, like we thought the Saints last year would be slam dunk primetime game. it was a one o'clock game in New Orleans, right you would think that that would have been a prime time game, fucking Joey going back to the ba- uh the bayou Dude, that would be just awesome getting into prime that would have that should have been prime time, but the theater game was was awesome that day too i i I've been saying I think the Rams is going to be potentially even Thursday night. Yeah, I like, think that would be a Thursday so Every team usually gets a Thursday night game, and it'd be not the NFL network would be like, oh, the Rams, even if they're not good. Well, what would be the ring be of like, These two teams played in the Super Bowl? And then you got the Zach Taylor connection right. with uh, McVeigh, Nick right. Scott, we, we brought over from them. Like, so right. there's a lot of things to talk about there. So I'll say home home versus the Rams will be my second prediction for a primetime game. You guys good with that? Yeah, I mean, what would, be, would would that also be the pro the uh, Ring of Honor game too? I mean, potentially it just depends. You know, that might not always end up working out. Right, they may have to move that to a Sunday. It just depends. Like, if yeah. I can tell you this: the NFL probably are not going to fucking work around the schedule to make sure the Bengals keep having something that makes right. sense. Not Hell yeah, right. no. I think that's the NFL. A good one, man. Give a shit. Well, unless you're the Chiefs, though. Unless you're the Chiefs team. Yeah, because Roger Goodell's good buddies with Pat Mahomes, so, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. So, that's two. Let's try to get three more predictions here. Right. Um, Buffalo, 100%. Oh, easily. Yeah. That's, why are we even talking about this? Uh, right. And maybe back on Monday Night Football again, too. Yep. That's right. My- the NFL don't give a shit how awkward that is for fans or DeMar Hamlin Mm-mm. or the players. They don't give a shit about that. They're no, like yeah. – ratings and we can talk about this no matter the outcome of the game. We can talk about we got filler, filler, filler. Right. Because man, that shit was awkward for us. Like if you were in that stadium, you know what we're talking about.
3: What's awkward? You don't know if
2: a man's dead. You don't know what I was there for I mean, it was like after that happened a couple hours. Well, so no, we the game, game, game going to my, like, two, my, my two coworkers kept texting me. My, like, right when I got up and said, look, this is going nowhere. Because, like, my one coworker said, the team left. Go Buffalo the team. Left. I'm like, there's no way this game. Right when I got up and left, that's when people started leaving. I mean, everybody was fired up. That atmosphere was even better than the, oh, the, the playoff game. But it just – you could hear a pin drop when everybody left. Yeah. It was just like, I mean – I didn't know what to think of it, but yeah. Yeah. Like, we were going to go back and drink at the at the hotel because, once again, night game. Right. Derek and Sarah, we had, a two, like, two separate bedroom suite with a whole yeah. living area in the middle. I'm like, we're planning to, you know, have a couple drinks when we get back even. And it was like, man, we got back and it's just like, this is fucking, I'm going, I said, I'm going, I was the first one, I said, I, I'm going to bed. This is just yeah. fucking weird. This is just you know, too much. Like you were just watching the coverage, trying to see what's going on. It was freaking weird, man. Yeah. Steam yeah. said everybody waited for Greg to leave. That, that's exactly what happened. I got up and left, and all of a sudden, game got canceled and all that and stuff. I mean I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, it was just like in the Bills fans, can we all agree? Every Bills fan I met, except for Glenn Goodberry, was as nice as could be. Yeah, just, that guy's a dick. I just yeah, kidding. Glenn, shout sweet. out to you, buddy. You were you I got on. my got my hat in the background there, that's as you awesome. guys can see. Yeah, but oh, everything else stands- oh, oh, let's see it. It's right there. It's back in the there. background. Right on the oh. Oh, okay, but doesn't that represent your school colors, too, so you can get away with it? Uh, Yeah, my kid's school colors. Oh, there you go, so you can get away with that. Yeah. There you go. Or I can just represent Glenn. They came and told me guy. and John. No, and I'm just was. kidding. You can represent Glenn, too, and all that. Glenn, <laughs> shout out to you, Glenn. But we've got three, guys. We've got three. So I'm thinking we'll probably have one more division and then an out of division, uh, maybe the Jaguars. I, you know what? Would I, would, I would be on the road. I would agree to the Jaguars because they were made the playoffs last year, man. That team's hot, so they're going to get a primetime game and Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow. Even two years ago, they had a Thursday night game of that, and now the Jaguars are even better. I mean, they gave us a hell of a game. They gave right. us everything we wanted. We had to come back in the second half to win that one. Right. Yeah. But uh, I could easily see that because the two two former number one picks. All that, you know. So yeah. Both yep. made the Trevor playoffs. Lawrence and T. Higgins. I'm going to put down that one as well. And then we'll do one more. If there's six, there's six. But How, what what got? it's be, got this now? one's got to be between the Browns and the Steelers, in my opinion. Because we put at the Ravens. I got to go Steelers. And yeah. do you think it's Steelers. on the road? Because we just – Always manage to have more road. Yeah, I don't know. If we can, they always screw us with the Browns on the road with the prime time. Well, then again, the Steelers too. That's, so. that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> okay, toss up. I think it's gonna be Steelers. I'm gonna go Steelers. Yeah, we'll just go. Yeah, that's fine with me. We'll say at Steelers, but it could just as easily be at Browns yeah. Yeah. around yeah. Halloween again. Right. And by the way, is uh, Ken Ham, Ham Hamhawk asks, is Zach's brother still down there, Jacksonville? I think he is. At, Press I, I, I believe it's Hammock, but Ham Hawk sounded way fucking cooler. Yeah. You may have to change it, Ken, to Ham I'm sorry, Ken. It's uh, I'm, I'm terrible yeah. at pronouncing names. So. That's his mm-hmm. board name. Ken Ham Hey, when I worked in radio, Jimmy the Weasel used to call my brother Ham Hawk. Press Taylor here, is the OC for the Jags. He's the one that snagged Pryor, the receiver, away yeah, from the Pryor that we were talking about yesterday yeah. again. Yeah, but he is the O. C. for the Jaguars, huh? All right, so to recap, I think we'll be at the Ravens at some point. It seems like we go there a lot. At the Steelers yeah. as well, we just said they'll give us the least co- – we don't get the division games at home. We'll play a couple of no, them on the road. You know how that goes. That's how it goes. Well, we got bigger teams to play at home, right. like the Bills, which we predict that will be one. And then the Rams, because even though you can say, oh, the Rams were off last year, you never, they could bounce back, number one. But number two, they just beat us in the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah. So that's still a big – game to promote and a lot to talk about for the announcers right and, and the Jaguars with two young quarterbacks they got yep. Stetson Bennett too man two-time national That's champion <laughs> no, no no did you hear they said Stetson Bennett was like their highest rated quarterback they said on their board I think yeah. Good. For all right them. as we start thinking of uh predictions oh yeah you guys could talk about this did you guys see that the picture with them all hanging out yes no, I did that was awesome yeah, so no. Greg, Greg can fill you in. You guys can talk about it. I will be right back because my dog's barking.
3: So uh, on
2: Twitter, it's uh, it's uh, Instagram. I forget who posted it, but I think it was Tyler Boyd that posted. It. There was a picture of him, Higgins, him, Higgins, Chase, and Hamlin all vacating together somewhere. Right? Not that oh, was really cool. cool. No, I thought that was awesome and all that. Yeah, like I said, man, that game. I mean, just such a well. I mean, the atmosphere was just amazing. And after that game, it was just like. I just, oh, my God, man. I I went to sleep that night. I woke up the next morning just trying to think, oh, my God. You know I mean? Hey, you know the hospital I work at is the one that he went to. Yeah. By the way, workshop, mark your calendar Friday, March 19th. I just saw this. Ted Karras, Orlando Brown, going to be at uh, uh, at Holy Grail, 4 o'clock, Friday, May 19th. That would be kind of cool to think about. Well, that's where we're going to eat then. We're no, that, to no, no, that's not, that's next week, the week after next week. Eh? Oh. The, the Friday after, I don't know. I'm not good that? at math. No, 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 next Friday's, yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not good at math. Oh, next either. Friday's like the 12th. Right, the 12th is when we're going, the 19th is the week after, right? Eh? Well, shit, I don't know if I work. My calendar's all the way across Somebody just say to just say you're sick or something. Yeah, right. Oh, we're on live, okay, so you can't see. Oh, you me. know what, I usually take Fridays off, so I should be good. There you go, man. There you go. There you go. So that's something to think about. Just something to think about. Uh, But anyway, the the hospital I work at, you know, they're the ones where DeMar Hamlin went and their new shirt. Now they, they got all these blue shirts out now with the, with our logo on it in red. So they're, I mean, they're really pushing it there. Right. We don't know the full schedule for, you know, which, like I said, that'll be out next week. We'll be able to go more in depth with it. But do you guys want to give an early prediction? You know, what, I'm going to really bad at, this. How, at How many games are there? 17 games, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. I'll go first. Screw it. Uh, I'll go 11 and 6. And then when the full schedule comes out, we'll try to break it down and give our predictions. Yeah, no, it'll definitely change when the full schedule comes out. Right. Well, even this. we'll try to predict each game, win or loss. You know, what? screw it. Screw but, this. 13 and 4. Screw it! I like that. Screw I do too. But I'll tell you what—I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm fucking—I'm bad at, at at this. I'm bad at fucking picking against the Bengals. But I'm gonna go 15 and two, and I'm gonna say those two. Listen, I'm gonna say those two are the last two games of the year, and you know why? Because fucking Trevor Simeon's gonna be in there playing, because Joe Burrow's gonna be we fucking rested because we already locked up the number one seed. You oh, got the number one seed, You got my deck hard, yeah. That's what I do, Dale. I get your fucking dick hard. That's true. That happens a lot.
0: I, I got a I hard will, time
2: picking against the Bengals, man. I, well, I just feel like they're going to have a fucking freight train a hell of a year. And I'm usually like – I usually am the one who gives a lower prediction, right? I, I try right. to always – and I, I'm still – I'm going to go lower than you guys, but not too much lower than Greg. And I'm going to say 12 and 5. No, that's cool. Hey, as long as we get in the playoffs, that matters. And, uh, by the way, yeah, I think you, 12 and five, you could still potentially get the number one seed, you know, maybe you end up needing but, to go 13 and four. So if we do, then we'll go 13 and four. Hey, if we have to go back to Arrowhead stadium, I, I just don't care anymore. I, I'm on this rampage. I don't care anymore. I just, rampager. 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 I, I just say rampager. don't care anymore. Yeah. Great. I'm yeah. By, the, by the way, Port Shop, just so you know, the, you know how on the Bengals website where it shows create, but, uh, Create your own jersey with any player. Yeah. They finally added Orlando Brown Jr. on there, bud, if you're interested. Awesome. Uh, well, you know what? 13 and 4. I'm going yeah. to put it in the chat for you guys. If you want to give your schedule predictions on air. Let's hear it. Call your early shot. And if you want to change it, you know, before the season, we'll try to do this again. But if you want to hop on here and give your early prediction, there's the link. You can hop on. Show your face. Don't show your face like I'm not showing my face right now. Do whatever you want. Yeah. We're about to take another shot of tequila. There you okay. go. Fuck it. I was Talked thinking about it. Right anyway. into it. I'm going to wait and do a Jager bomb when I go up to the house. I didn't bring it down here with me because we've got a show at 7 o'clock tonight as well with Parker yeah. Blake, Draft Guy Jared, and my co's for tonight is Cincy James. There you go. Oh, that guy's a good guy. Hey. Hell yeah. Cinco de Mayo, boys! Cheers! Yeah. Cheers, buddy. Yeah, no. But yeah, man, uh, porch up You can finally get your Orlando Brown jersey, bro. You know what? If I get one, I'm going to get 75, and I'm going to get Zeus. So, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty sweet. Huh? Or I'm thinking about it, man. I'm going to go fucking Zeus jersey, bro. And then space BFF. There you go. Do it, hey! Do it, man! Hey, dude, he, he, We became BFS with him. That's man, my you know dude. What? Yeah, that's Greg, 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 you were a friend with him. Pork chop, the way he had his arm completely around him, that was the best friend material. Oh, shush, Dale. If I it wasn't for me. Me. Well, if it was, okay. I'm that's right, now. Greg. Hey, Greg introduced us. And now yep. we're we're. Well, I said to him. I said to him when he first met. Him, I'm like, this is this is pork chop here. And he's like, what up, pork chop? He was awesome, man. He was. Hey, he was listen, so cool. Derek's the one who got Clark Harris on the show, but that didn't mean he ended up liking Derek more, did it? <laughs> that, that is true. It. No, that is true, Dale. You are right. You became his best friend. So hey, when right. we walked out, he looked at me. And he was like, my guy, dap me up. Oh man! And then I poked him in the leg with my boner. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I'd see that, but you guys sword fight. We did a little bit, yeah. you know. We touched tips. <laughs> nice. Actually, his was giant. Mine was little. I was gonna say like that's this. that probably more didn't like go this. Well. We yeah. touched tips like this. Yeah. yeah, you got destroyed in that sword fight. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, any any Bengals news? Any interviews? Anything out there that you know has caught you guys eye over the past couple of days? Um, well, obviously Jonah Williams. You know, like, like I said, I don't. I think we discussed a little bit, but like I say, Jonah Williams. I'm just glad you know he's finally concentrating. Hey, I'm the right tackle now. You know, he, I you he, I, I had a feeling he would. Like Strawberry would always say, you know. He's got no other option, and all that. I mean, twelve and a half million dollars. Why would you sit out for twelve and a half million dollars? So, right, what? but I do. I do appreciate guys like Dan Horde, like with Subtle Flex again when he was on the show Tuesday. Right. He said, "I understand, yes, uh, why he asked for a trade because he's a left tackle. He's played left tackle ever since he was a freshman in college. In Alabama, right. Alabama's first year, he played right tackle. Since then, he's been a left tackle. And left tackles do, do get do get paid more. And I wasn't gonna." Jump in on Dan Hoard because it's Dan fucking Hoard. No, no, no. But no. I thought, damn it, Dan. A lot of these right tackles are getting paid too. Yeah, I mean, Lane Johnson. I mean, because it, it's Dan Hoard. Lane Johnson, $33 million for one freaking year? God damn. Damn. And if Jawan Taylor is going to play right tackle for the Chiefs, if the, uh, the Donovan uh, Smith is going to play left now that they sign. That's a uh, twenty million per year. Oh, per wait, him. how much did Mclinchy get? Who I thought was overrated. He got eighty-seven and a half million for five years. Give me a break. Yep. Man. man, well we can't. Man, I have a hard time seeing the Bengals afford to take care of the right and the left tackle like that. Yeah, which that's what like I I was writing down my early list of draft needs what? and stuff, and hey. I still put right tackle at the top because I think you know Jonah's probably going after this year, and unless Carmen plays or plays half of it or whatever hey, hey there's hey. our buddy rob again how you doing man what's, what's happening doing, buddy
4: how how's you? it going man good good
2: if carmen comes out and he he balls out at the beginning of the year they need to hurry up and sign a fucking contract on him before he uh plays well, they still have an extra year for him after this year yeah he would play good so that's that's the good news well rob before i even get your schedule prediction you hopped in on the draft show with this, and you know your stuff about the draft. So I got to get your thoughts on just our draft overall. For sure. S- start right at the top with the miles Murphy.
4: Yeah, man. I thought it was a really nice draft. I mean, how, what can you really do with 28? Right. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're already a little bit hamstrung. So, you know, from that standpoint, um, I mean, I, I give them an a based on where they were yes. now, you know, if you take that part of it away, yeah, it was probably a B, you know, B kind of draft, but, you know, picking at the end of every round, you got to, I think, temper your expectations a little bit. So that's true. based on where they were, um, I thought they did really well for themselves. I liked them. You know, I, I, I take them at their word, how they set their board has been rock solid the last three, maybe even five years, right. Since like some of those bad, Bad yeah, well they got it
2: late. Zach's first year the staff was put together late. That's year they yeah. took Drew Sample in the second round. I forgave them for that. Yeah, but right. ever since then, like you said, it seems like they're all in sync and they crushed
4: it. Yep. Them. Yep, exactly. So, um I think they got I think they got great value at guys and and you know DJ Turner battle, really exciting being able to trade back and get uh, you know, the punter, um Rob Robbins, I'm blanking on his name, Brad, yeah, Robbins. Brad Robbins. Yeah, Brad Robbins. That's yeah. right um you know real solid there um i don't know if y'all listened to i assume you did to dan hord's interview with miles murphy i haven't listened not yet. yet i he just launched i think he just put that out on his podcast or maybe that was a one uh like an episode ago right he's a i mean he's a smart dude like i didn't i hadn't really heard anything about him it was an impressive interview he's into like right.
2: architecture I was gonna um, say I remember reading that in the Beast that he was gonna get his degree in that he wants to like design and build stadiums. stadiums yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard something wow, about that. Okay, yeah. yeah.
4: So maybe like maybe Hamilton County does a new stadium and it can be the <laughs> house awesome. that Joe and Miles built. Miles, yeah. Miles literally helped build it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> so no, I, I really liked it. Um,
2: Is there a no. guy you would have taken at twenty eight? Who was like your guy? Who was when we were on the clock? You were like, all right.
4: I was, you know, I was watching the, uh, you know, bouncing back and forth through the different um, draft shows, and I, I assumed it was Mayer. I thought it was May Mayer. All yeah. all um, but Yeah. Um, but, again, then in some of the interviews I've heard, it sounds like Mayer was tight end three for them. Yes. Yeah, I mean,
2: Zach Taylor pretty much
4: No, they, that, they had
2: Kincaid number one, I think Laporta number two, and Mayer number yeah. three, I think.
4: So I get it. You know, I, I think, um, and and so far the last few years, they've been successful with the one year tight end rental. So, yeah. you know, roll with it until, um, you know, and, until tight ends stop getting overdrafted. Yeah. Um, uh, did, were you able to catch the Dan Horde on with us? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Which was awesome. I keep yeah. talking about it. I know. I got my question in a little it.
4: late. I got my question in a little late. I wanted to hear from Dan um, you know it's been awesome what especially since Katie Blackburn has been um, or Elizabeth excuse me has been with the organization like the fan experience has been okay. really going up I was curious Dan's perspective on if that's trickled into the media as well like how how does the media interacting with the organization has that improved uh, as well which for him it's probably not changed much because he's he's
2: there with laps. So laps, yeah. <laughs> Lap is the organization.
4: Yeah, but so, see, I, remember, I feel like I remember their like their booth used to be a little bit further off to the side, and now they're on the fifty. Right. I could be I could be misremembering that, but um, you know, just whether it's the interview rooms, the. You know, all that different stuff. Marissa Conapelli does a lot of good stuff. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it, it seems like just everything throughout the whole organization has gone been on the uh, the up and up. Actually, did you see um, on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, since Pat was out, um, Pac Man and AJ Hawk were talking about uh, the training facilities for the Bengals? Oh, yeah. I didn't it's it. pretty interesting because Pac Man's brutally honest about. Oh, yeah. How- was uh 2015 and before but then aj hawk got there in 2015 which is when they remodeled the the weight room and did the new cafeteria and everything you know and he was talking about like yeah since i was there it was great everything was great but pac-man was kind of like yeah before that it was <laughs> yeah
2: yeah when well, he of- said when he was he had to try it with the bangles it was uh, there was they didn't have any indoor facility it was snowing outside they had to keep shoveling snow off so he could run and all that. I remember he, he was talking about something yeah. like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Pude to Jolly in the chat. Um, so, beyond the draft, we were talking just kind of our predictions for, you know, uh, you can, if you want, you can give us your predictions for the ones you think will be primetime games and or, and or, because you can also give then your prediction for what you think we end up this season record-wise.
4: <clears throat> yeah, I think the 49ers is a sneaky um, primetime game. You know, you've got a playoff contend. You know, playoff team NFC, and again, as you guys were talking about those storylines, TV loves the storylines. So you've got the, you know, the Super Bowl throwbacks that they could talk a lot about. Um, So I thought that was a sneaky one. Probably a couple uh, conference, you know, or or divisional games. Kind of hard to pin those down, but um, at Pittsburgh seems always like a pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, for better or for worse. Yeah. Um Jags, I think that one has a lot of, you know, you got young ascending team coming with like the team that went before them, you know, the, the path. The Bengals kind of, you know, cleared that path. And now the Jags are sort of on it. So I could see that one for sure. Um, and then I had one more that I was thinking. The Bills. Oh, Bills. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think Bills just makes too much sense. And I think they'll kind of skip the Chiefs. I don't know why, but like it'll be another four o'clock game or four something o'clock like game. that. I don't know. I think you, you could see them thinking that you know that the, the, the storylines have all played themselves out a little bit to the national audience, but on the flip if, side, I could definitely see it being a Kansas City game too.
2: But here's the here's the question I got. If the Chiefs do not play Cincinnati on that first Thursday night game to open up the season, who else are they playing? Yeah. Uh, I would have to I mean, I know the Chiefs got – I heard the Chiefs got the Eagles on the schedule, but they're not going to replay the Super Bowl for the first game of the year.
3: Uh wouldn't surprise
2: me. I mean, they could, but I – but, you know, the goddamn Eagles, they definitely got better in the draft. They fucking killed the draft. Oh, they did. That Jalen Carter pick, they moved up a spot and nabbed him after losing uh, Hargroves. Yeah, they got the Philadelphia Bulldogs now. Yeah, they're all the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Hey, uh, Rob, so are you a, a season ticket holder?
4: No, I've got two young kids. Fucking um, well, kids, four. man.
2: They're getting away at everything, don't <laughs> yeah. they?
4: Uh, Bill, they have the bills, too, if they wanted to go okay. to Chief,
2: uh, Chiefs bills. Chiefs have them at right. home, too. Hey, Rob, yeah. I'm just telling you, man, my kids are grown. They're all the, – uh, the last two turned 17 next Monday, this Monday. Yeah. And – uh Man, they don't give a shit. You make all those sacrifices when they're teenagers; <laughs> they don't give a fuck. <laughs>
4: now, are are you further away from the stadium, too, Rob? No, no, I'm just in um, Indiana, just across the Ohio border. Florence, oh Florida. shit! I
2: grew I grew up in Harrison, so we're probably yep. we're probably neighbors.
4: Yeah, yeah. I'll be up in Harrison High School for a dance recital this weekend. There, there you, you go. go. You plan on coming to any games this year? Oh yeah, yeah. We always come to a come to a few. Um, I uh, I did the whiteout last year oh, man. Be there for that. Now I, I've been going to games. Um, you know, my dad and his father, my grandfather have had season tickets since, uh, since inception, since 68. So right. I started going in riverfront, you know, fan for life. Um, my dad gave up his tickets in the two thousands for, you know, many different reasons. Obvious Obvious reasons, yeah. So, yeah. And then, um, well, never needed to buy season tickets, right? Because for so long, we could just go to right. whatever right. games we wanted to. Um, almost, uh, actually, this year, now it's probably like a little bit too late. Um, I, I really considered seriously getting on the waiting list for four tickets. Mm-hmm. Because I think in a couple of years, my kids will be more into it. But I've taken right. them a couple of times, um, and they just, no, they're not ready. Yet.
2: Yeah, well, then you don't have a good time. When, <laughs> like You know what I mean? Because they're yeah. not into Yeah, I yeah.
4: I spend more time in the at the at the concession lines yeah, than I do watching the game. And I'm so, telling you,
2: dude, get on the waiting list now because yeah. you ain't gonna get them for the next two years. I know. No, I, I know. put in in January for no, no, Rob. Quickly. I know what you mean. I, I didn't oh, get them. Go ahead, Rob. I know what you mean. Like I'll be a practice, and people have their kids. You know, like all the parents want to watch the practice, and the kids like have, like after like five or ten minutes, I want to go home. I don't want to be. Yeah. I would, so I get how that is. And then you I just can't, spend money at the
4: concession. <laughs> yeah, I can't harass the, uh, you know, the opposing fans around me the way I want to. You know, it's just all, all these things are. <laughs> I, I, I
2: know they announced the Germany games, but I haven't seen anything about the other so, ones no, no. they previously announced. A, I mean, could we? Yeah, as far as I know, we could still play no. outside the U.S. Yeah, they still have the I bus. was sleeping. We Who's know. playing in Germany? Bears and Chiefs. And Chiefs lose a home game on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we play the Chiefs away. No, but it's already been an, Like I said, we've we. I, I don't know who the other one is, but I, it, we just know it's not the Bengals. Oh, I, that. that's good. Well, we play the Titans too, and they're overseas somewhere. So now England, yeah, who plays in England this year? I don't
4: Bucks. know. That's what I didn't know. This. And we have an away game at the Bucks. So that okay. So that's something ready. to keep an eye on. Yeah.
2: Okay, I, but it's an away game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to lose a home game no, as being a season no. ticket holder. No. This is a year where we get nine home games. Don't are they I doing they a Mexico me. are they doing a Mexico Mexico game again too? I ain't Maybe going to fucking Mexico. Fuck a lot that. of those Mexico seem Mexico like State they end up dangerous. being the Cardinals or teams that are closer to right. right. Like last year was like the Raiders. They were in Nevada, but like, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, I don't know. I was just curious. If we go overseas, let's say that's a home game. Do we get, like, uh, first crack at tickets over there if we got season tickets? I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, good yeah, luck Fuck that. that. You I know, know them what I'm fucking saying. sell out over there. Yeah, but that's the thing. They want their whole audience to... I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I am I honestly don't know. I've only had... We haven't had one since I've had my tickets. I've only had mine for two seasons. Yeah, buddy. But Dale, people already... Going after Chase Rullier from the Commanders, right? They think he's a better fit than Dalton Reisner is. Do you agree with that? I mean, he's a center though. Is he a center only? Has he played guard? I mean, that's... I have no idea. But if, like, if he's a center only, Teddy K is not getting replaced. No, he's not getting replaced. But you need depth, though. I understand that. But this guy's—you said 29 years old, and you gave me his PFF grades. He, hes going to still—he should still be starting. In yeah, the he should. I—I I can't see. I don't know if he has played guard or hey, not. But if not. As a backup center, if he wants to come here and backup Teddy, yes, yes, I'm all for it. We need a backup at center, exactly. Right now, it's Trey Hill and Ben Brown, probably competing. And Ben Brown was injured yeah. all year last year as an huh. undrafted guy, and yeah. Trey Hill was a fifth round pick that hasn't shown anything for yeah. two or three years. So, 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 Rob, who was your favorite? Like, who was your favorite draft pick out of all the picks? Did you have a personal one that, you, that they took? Like, for example, mine was the Princeton receiver. Yosi Voss, did you have one that... prison receiver? Yeah, yeah. prison. I, I I said Prince. Everybody thought I said prison, but I meant prison. Did you have a favorite pick in the draft? Eh?
4: Um, I really like Chuck Sizzle out uh, for Purdue. I think he's got Chuck a role. Sizzle. Chuck Sizzle, yeah, man. Sizzle. I think he's got a role as a punt returner, um, and and fourth receiver. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah, I would say he was probably DJ Turner too. I mean, that oh, yeah. made a ton of sense. Yes. Yeah. Speed. I mean, Blazey, Juan, Juan Drago, Juan, yeah, Juan Drago. Drago. Yeah, I'm thinking of Ivan Drago, right? Yeah, Rocky. You know, I must break you. Right, right. right. And he <laughs> fucking he's not gonna move. break anybody, but speed wise, he's. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, but to think about that, the young, the secondary, right? All of a sudden, you could have a starting secondary. Yeah. four three speed. Four three speed yeah. and, and uh you know two years in the league max. Like so, as far as roster construction, maybe all of a sudden you can pay T Jamar and Joe because you've got all these young guys in your yeah. secondary and, and D line too. So um that's why Por Choppy was all over that. That's yeah. what I said. No, Port Chopp,
2: You wouldn't no, Port Chop. You did say that. Like I said, so I was at pay me and Porchop were at pay court for the draft. I was just like, you know, my head was like spinning. I'm like, okay, Mayor's there. I'm like, this has to be Michael Mayer. and like, I was holding my phone up to the TV screen. And when they said Michael Mayor, when they said Miles Murphy, I wasn't mad. I was just shocked. But I forgot he fell to us. Like, well, Greg, it's because we- you were too tense. Number one, you wouldn't yeah. talk to us on here. Well, because I was too excited. We we i got doing to- our live draft show, and you wouldn't talk to us. Number one, number two, I reminded you how you said you would take your shirt off. And run around at that event if it was Michael Mayer, and he was on the clock, and you said, "No, I'm not doing that." He w- he was running around all right, but because well, I really thought it was going to happen, I didn't. Know, I'm like, but "That's what I'm saying." It might have happened had you said the Bengals I saw done you. It. The Bengals saw you say that, and they right. said, "Not." Nah. <laughs> what right. if you're my looking... season ticket got revoked? Saying, "Sir, you're a maniac. We can't have you in." I, I offered you a headphone, Greg. You could have listened. That's right, Greg. They would have laughed. And loved it, and they ain't going to revoke your season. You could be like, "I'm here with pork chop." That's Man. true. I'm with pork chops. So I'm okay. You don't have to tell them your name or that you even had season tickets. I'll say my name is pork chop. Yeah, go. Joe. I don't know, Joe. You going to sack up literally? What, fla- and, what uh, flavor icing is he putting on his balls? Is that and be on the show tonight <laughs> awesome. at seven, Joe? Because he got the snip snip today for his. Uh, so no more kids for Joe. Yeah, right. And he's watching us while he's icing his balls. He's just sitting <laughs> at home. He can't get on the fucking show. Come on, man. I've got the snip, snip. You can do it. Listen, I don't even want to tell – I don't even want to thank Cal Drago because my wife loves Jason Momoa, number one. And then you got Juan Drago here, who she also thought was very attractive. He's a good-looking motherfucker, man. Dude, uh, DeAndre Swift, he chased number zero. Did you hear what – this is hilarious. He says that's how many times the Cowboys have been to the NFC Championship game in my lifetime. Like, damn. Because he went to the Eagles? Yeah. So he just automatically has to... Yeah, he automatically calls out. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, my God. And my note, Parsons responded, damn, you just pulled up the the blocks on the block, Swift. He's like, you just got here. All of a sudden, you're talking crap now. Like, damn. Yeah, you love to see it. Hey, whatever. But people don't, hey, they don't forget about stuff like that, do they? Uh, but Rob, I'm gonna start to end this one. So, yep. a- Anybody, uh, where they can find you? Anything you want to shout
4: out? I'll just give you my my uh, roster or, or my uh, schedule prediction. Sorry. All right, let's do it. Um, I think we go four and two against mm-hmm. the AFC North.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I think we sweep the AF uh, the NFC five and mm-hmm. zero. Okay. Uh, I think we go three and one against AFC South,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and I think we split with Buffalo and KC. So I got us uh, 13 and four. Hey, wow. You really there put, you put this- I like that. You yeah. put some thought into this. That's awesome, man.
2: I hope I we always I said 13 and four too. So there we go. I want that one seed too. Yeah, I want that one. Be huge, Fuck, yes. Jesus yeah. Christ. Fucking bring it oh, to the oh. river. Like Phil Amon fucking yeah. called it, man. Well, Rob, whenever you're at a game, feel free to visit us at a lot one whenever you're around, man. For sure will. What's up? day, Rob. Who day? All right, Mayor Port Portchopolis, where can the people find you? In my fucking basement. I'll be here all night drinking fucking tequila for Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck my Twitter handle is. What is it? You guys follow me on Twitter. Portchop1972. Well, that's Portchop1972. Right? Come on there, man, if you want to, and make some comments. Other than that, uh, I mean, if you're feeling suicidal or whatever, come on down and see me at work. You know, I'll right. help you out. It's what I do. But you're not going to be at work tonight, so... No, I'm not going to be at work tonight. Make uh, so tomorrow. Wait till yeah. tomorrow. If you're feeling suicidal, wait till tomorrow. Come and see me.
4: <laughs> oh, my. Worst advice of all time.
2: We deal with all kinds of psychiatric issues, too, so whatever you're having, come on, I love on you, now. buddy. You'll probably get a phone call from him before my show at 7 because I'll get super bored. Well, I'll be here. I'll be uh, drinking tequila and... Uh, I'm going to have to try to, to, to catch up, up and get a couple... Get a couple of Jager bombs then. Maybe I'll go to Taco Bell, get me some tacos for Cinco oh, de Mayo. I already got Chipotle uh, uh, ordered on Whole for Hey, me. somebody send some some food my way. Some Chipotle or something. I'm going to have to, like, cook. You know, Marissa's staying overnight uh, with her headaches. You guys Just got a Chipotle a religious... anywhere near there? Yeah. No. What? What do you do for tacos? You go to that fucking dairy barn? Uh, Well, there's, uh, like... To our Loco, authentic Mexican restaurant. That sounds good as fuck. I was going to say, man, what yeah. the hell, Dale? That's when we got to go We visit you next time. Yeah, we do. God, yeah, man, except for a long ride home, man, to have to shit like that. Yeah, no, but you're driving home, poor chap. I'm the one that can... That, well, then again, I got to drive eventually, but still. That's right. Hey, man. I agree, Jolly. Well, I appreciate that, yeah, man. You are the man, bro. And, uh, yeah, I am not the president I'm the CEO of the Drew Sample Fan Club. Yeah, yes, sir. You love that man. Nothing but love. That's oh, your New right. Jersey, right? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, probably seven of them. Why hey, not? if you can't fucking beat him, join him, man. Exactly. <laughs> I hope he balls out. But I, I hope okay. he does too. I put this in our group chat. So I tried to. There's the rosters uh, on Xbox. They didn't have all the rookies. They had a couple of them. So then I just, I was like, oh, I'll just take these people and turn them into the rookies and <laughs> yeah. mess around with their ratings. I go play the first game of the year. First play, it's just a run, a little run. Joe Mixon It's like a yard. Ah, holding offense, yeah. number 89, Drew Sample. Oh, Damn. Yeah. First play of the season. First play well, of the now. goddamn season. And you, I mean, come on. And <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know he was in the game because I got Irv Smith as tight end one. Right. I didn't set it to where he was tight end two or three. I didn't. It was a run. He was blocking. It was a run. Then, and even then he fucks up. Yeah. He gets a holding. So. They knew it was saying. you, Dan. It's just Madden, but. They knew saying. it was you. Anybody else, man, Joe Mixon breaks off fucking 11, 12 yards. Oh, yeah, he did. The rest yeah. of the time, he did fine. Right. Just got to get the sample out of there and make sure he didn't come in did the game. We and cut him from the team? <laughs> all was good. Yeah. No, but I'm about to. I didn't have time for all that. But I uh, appreciate you all tuning in. Greg, tell the people where they can find you. Find me at Gregor09 and uh, find me at Rally Around the Natty. We're on Monday next week, and well, we got a very special guest Wednesday next week. James Rapine, of all Bengals and locked On Bengals, will be on our show Wednesday at 7 p.m. next week. Please check it out, guys. And we will have Parker Blake, Draft Cut Jared, and Sidney James on tonight at 7. So looking forward to talking to those guys. In-depth draft breakdown, whatever else you guys want to talk about in the chat. And uh, a lot of good stuff. Not playing the music. Ending it again.
0: we in rising in the jungle we unite, in now, you on your black and white, who day when we fight, live and die in these stripes, uh. Now who got a move rocking on? Stripes. Now who want to move close on? Stripes. Now who want to move bottom? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock them. Yeah, we got em, yeah, we follow Like that black and orange upon follow
2: Welcome to another episode of Bengals and Brews. I am Uncircumcised Altman, Dell, and I am joined by my co-host, Cincy James. And James, we have a special guest tonight. Who is it? This is Draft Guy Jared, for all all, that you, all you guys that don't know. Uh,
5: he does the big boy big board, so he knows a lot of stuff about the draft. It's
2: and name. <laughs> he was done with a bunch of picks in that second round. I heard him see on our Twitter.
1: That many? <laughs> like a Nostradamus or something. Yeah, I could see what was happening.
2: You could, you could see it coming.
1: I could, I could. See We're also Gary. gonna have the big, beautiful Parker Blake. But why is he late, Jared? Uh, he's like fitting for a suit or something. Oh, I'm gonna get married. I'm
2: Parker Blake.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah. Feel it he's feeling himself. Or One vagina for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> good job, Parker. Dale, are you married? <laughs> On He's been in that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've been there for 18 years, so I'm allowed to say that.
1: All right. Who did Greg?
2: Day who day Jerome? Who day Stranger? It's in there. We're gonna kick this some of bitch off, right? By testing each other for being great. Cheers, guys. What Cheers. are we drinking?
5: Cheers.
1: A little Ron Geist. Petra Core.
5: I'm drinking zero carb beer. Because oh. diabetes.
1: Oh, okay. And I'm drinking Miller Lite
2: because, well, I drink Miller Lite.
5: Yes, you do. If you don't drink Miller Lite, there's something wrong with you. Like, you are you, sick or something. I'm ma- I'm meaning you in general.
2: Well, I you know I got that 16 ounce beers, the 12 pack, and it was a uh, Luke Combs on the box, <laughs> yes, and I said I said all right, so I got the country beer. It's a good thing I didn't get the gay beer. (laughs) If I would have got the gay beer, I would have been, I would have had my mouth on fucking Anderson Cooper's dick and Elton John's dick in my ass. I would have been getting double. That's what happens when you get the gay beer. That's what I heard. You get one gay beer and you try to look
1: gay. You go full gay. I love Elton John, man. I do too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I and, went on what I went to. Oh, I got a my wife surprised me one year for my birthday, which she got me "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road" tickets. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. John is like amazing.
3: Yeah,
1: it was the it was like one of the best shows I've ever seen. What a <laughs> pleasure! Like, oh, when I say this other. stuff, She's, like ninety years old. When I say this stuff,
2: I'm a follower of LGBTQ plus. Of course, you know what I mean i say it out of like i couldn't understand let's buy a bunch of beers and run them over i'm like you just bought the product <laughs> right. so i i we don't get political on the show that's neither <laughs> there but i did I, I did when i seen luke combs on there i thought okay, i just had know. to
1: pump the brakes to make sure this wasn't an elton john slander podcast well, dude i, I, I would have had to john. leave and elton john the one oh i need love I Need Love
2: song and video with Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. was down and out. If you guys don't know this, by the way, Mm -hmm. from his co-connection. Elton John hired him to do that video and, you know, and help him come back. And then he ends up being fucking Iron Man and making all this money. So, yeah, Elton John, the man. Definitely not Elton John Slander, I promise. Port Chop, also. Sir Elton John. <laughs> Sir El, you're right. Put some respect <laughs> on it. And Port Chop, also proud follower of LGBTQ+, plus family. Um, I'll fucking deep at that gay beer. Hell yeah. Oh, by the way, Port Chop. Jared thinks he remembers you from the radio days. We were yes, did you used to be
1: in. on WEBN? Like, what, did you used to do like the the morning show? I think I remember in high school I used to listen. So, poor job. You gotta tell us if that's the case, because yep. that's He's
2: incredible.
5: After. He <laughs> sent a picture of the the CD, the track list that had had that on there.
2: But who dated Jolly? Jolly was in there asking fire questions, uh and, and during the draft stuff, and uh, I mean, all you guys were and. Man, that made that that fun. That shit was fun. Jared had to dip out on us at times to go suck Willie Lutz off. I mm-hmm. get it. Yep, he's. A I still think man one of my well. favorite comments from the entire weekend was Drew Garrison on night one when Darnell Wright gets picked, and he goes, "And he's the only guy to ever call Willie Lutz a piece of <laughs> so Like that's great analysis.
5: That's. That's better than his reaction when we picked Miles Murphy. <laughs> that was that was up there for me.
1: <laughs> he, he, was he not happy?
5: Uh, <laughs> you have to watch the clip.
3: It's pretty-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, there was so much going on. I haven't seen everything.
2: <laughs> so, uh, poor child. He's on WABN and the morning show at times, and they shave my balls on the air. Yeah, I was saying that as well. See? Yeah. Yeah. these statements are backing up what Dale (laughs) Greg stop trying to get the actual draft stuff we're getting there I'm trying to kill time for Parker so we don't have to rehash it all but (laughs) Jesus Greg I'll go ahead and ask it you want me to message him real quick no you know he's probably with the the fiance and he's trying to race home already and if we call that we don't want to insert ourselves
1: into a situation. Yeah, nope. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell
5: you this. My wife was not there when I tried on my tux.
1: That's and true. I wasn't there when same, she tried same, on her same, wedding dress. Same. Same. Oh, my wife was like, you're wearing that one.
5: Oh, we picked <laughs> so them off together. Was... <laughs> but I,
1: I didn't
2: try it on when she was there.
1: Yeah. Why would you shave someone's balls?
2: PG, exactly. It makes and no that, sense. That's this was before people would actually like have cameras sometimes like for content for the radio and the studio. There was no cameras. All they you talk- hear
1: is yeah. <laughs> We're shaving his balls right now. Yeah. In my I Toyota don't know but Corolla I roll a station wagon. I'd be listening it. So if anyone has a click please send it my way. There's a
5: CD floating out there somewhere. We gotta find it.
1: Got married yeah. in a Bengals jersey. Hell yeah.
2: Oh my goodness. Yeah. I no wonder you don't get any anymore, pork Chop. <laughs> also, how many tequilas are you at this point? Because if anyone doesn't know, Port Chop come home from 12 hour shift. For Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo, this fifth month, fifth day. Cinco tequilas? Yeah, he did five tequila shots in a row. It was about 9 a.m., wasn't it? About 9 a.m., before he went All to right. sleep. And then he got up, and I, he had done two when we did the 3.30 show. He did two on the 3.30 show.
1: Dang. That's, That's a long day.
3: I
5: was
2: gonna say yeah. I to <laughs> you
1: out. start drinking that early. That can make I, that can make for a long ass. I got
5: that last video he sent. You <laughs> gonna play it, it. Well, the the first video he he was very coherent and everything was great. Play and, this uh, one. Play the and then this is. Let me make sure the volume's up. <laughs> I don't want I want everybody to be able to hear it really well. Let's see.
2: Man, I ain't gonna fucking lie. Tequila. Is bomb. I don't know where you've been all my life, but I did four shots at and, and Cinco de Mayo, so five, five. I figured I'd do shot number five, so but before bed, before I take my Benzo to go to sleep, probably not the smartest idea, but <laughs> I'm going to hit Cinco de Mayo, baby. It only comes once a year, right? <laughs> National
1: fucking treasure. Wow,
2: I'm gonna get some rest. I'll see you when I get up.
5: He said he's had five since he got up too. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. He's he's said bottle bottle
5: bottle tequila bottle. Since nine AM.
2: Uh, incredible. All right, well, we're going to start with Al Parker. we got to get into the draft because we got a lot we want to cover. Yep. So Bengals, Miles Murphy, we're right off the rip. What kind of grade do you give it? Uh, having a week to marinate on it. What do you see as roll being year one? And
1: uh, how cool is it to have Eminem on the team? i mean it is pretty cool uh i think he's gonna be a rotational guy he's just gonna be a fresh body they get in there uh i think they're gonna change up early late down stuff just to get him reps just to get him the experience of being in the nfl let him use his tools kind of get the feel for it um i think we can expect maybe 10 15 snaps for the first four weeks and then we may see an increase or decrease depending on you know how things are going but uh, I think uh, Murphy is definitely an instant contributor on the defense as a rotational player, and I think he's probably going to play specialties more like field goal, punt unit stuff like that. They w- they're going to want to use that athleticism as much as they can.
5: That makes sense, and I, I I like the idea that uh, he's going to be able to kick it <coughs> a little bit too. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, so, yeah, yeah, he's definitely a big body that, and he can move so quick. Yes. Um, his get off is is probably his biggest weapon for somebody that big to get off the ball as fast as he does that's i get told to my work. get off is my wow. uh
2: not my biggest strength i get off too fast it's good <laughs> in football
1: not in the bedroom <laughs> it's, it's where it doesn't work <laughs> uh, yeah but i would i think one of the fun things we might see are these nascar packages because lou has kind of a lot of pieces that he can kind of sprinkle out there with the different body types, and with D- from DJ Reader to Jeff Gunter, uh ADG Mike Hilton, like he's gonna do some pretty fun stuff on third down. And Miles Murphy is just another dude you can throw in there and, and get some really fun results with.
2: That's why he's so damn happy after those first three rounds. Like, all right, now Travis is really trying to test you. Here, but...
1: <laughs> all right, hold on, I gotta. I, well I was gonna say, gonna... here's the thing, Travis. <laughs> I, I have think three.
2: And I both aren't prepared.
1: Hold on, I have I have three off the top of my head. We're looking at Olufashinu Joe All or Olu from Penn State. He's their left tackle. He was only nineteen last year. He would have been OT one had he come out, but he went back to school. I think he's going to graduate. I think he wants to do the whole senior circuit and stuff like that. So he went back to school for another year. He only gave up I think two pressures all of last year, which is crazy. Uh, Joe another All Dame, yep. Joe Alt. And, and I like this alt alt man. Like he's not gonna yeah. get to the band, but um, Alt. Uh, definitely first popped up. Uh, like a shirtless Santori on stream. Uh when I watched the Miles Murphy tape, I had heard him about him before. Uh, Alt's going to be a really exciting prospect. I think both of those guys were probably looking top fifteen potential. Maybe both of them go in the top ten next year because the the position's been so depraved. It is so distracting. And That's they're they're elite, they're elite <laughs> they're elite tackle prospects like Paris Johnson this year. Yeah, those would be the closest to him. Uh, then I think there's like hold on Are CJ. You are you oh, yeah? I JC Latham. I got him a JC Latham. Sorry, a little dyslexic. Uh, JC Latham, he's the right tackle for Alabama, definitely the best right tackle. I think he would have been right behind Darnell Wright coming out last year if he had come out in between Darnell Wright and Dewan Jones. For me, he's a he's another first round tackle prospect. Um, there's a tackle from Ole Miss. I don't say know his name. name, say the Kingsley, oh, say gosh. Kingsley's name. Oh, I don't know. Kingsley, who are you, oh, you don't have Kingsley up like... that high? I don't look, man. I fight, am, fight, fight. I have. uh I... well, first of all, you could if you fight me, well, there is win. Kingsley, Sue, <laughs> my tie
5: sounds right. It yeah, sounds like
1: yeah. I had a stroke trying to say the name. Yeah. No, I was gonna bring up uh, Reuben Fathery the second,
2: Zion Nelson, Cooper BB <laughs> Graham Norton. Jordan Morgan and Amarius Mims.
1: I was going to bring up uh, Micah Pettis, a right tackle from Ole Miss, 6'8", 370 pounds, right up my alley. He is a mammoth of a human being. He popped up in my film when I was watching last year. Uh, Will Campbell, LSU. I don't think he's eligible though. He's on my list here. Michael uh, Pettis, Patrick Hall from Houston. What greatest? Uh, how old is Michael my,
2: Pettis? Is he going to be a junior? or He I was a redshirt sophomore
1: down. this last year.
2: Okay. That's maybe why he's not showing up on my list mm-hmm. yet.
1: It's going to be the same with Patrick Paul. The left tackle from Houston is another yeah, name to keep track of. He did one. really well against Tyree Wilson and Lonnie Phelps last year in the two games I watched to him. Um, and then hold on. There's another one. Giovanni El Hadi from Michigan. He only played a couple of games at left guard last year. I think he's going to be Michigan's left tackle this year because they have a transfer coming in for left guard, center, and right. And I think their right guard, Zach Zinner, will be a first-round pick. And then their right tackle, Trent Jones, that line, again, is going to be Joe Moore eligible. But I think their left tackle is going to be Giovanni Elhadi, and I think he's the best out of all five of them.
2: If anyone thought the names were hard this year, Wait till next year.
1: <laughs> There's Zach Zinter is the one I always like struggle to say because it's like a, I feel like it's such a ridiculous double Z. Name. Now yeah,
2: I have MS. He'll be a guard. In the, yeah,
1: in the yeah, yeah. yeah. Zinter is gonna be. He he has shown some really high level stuff on tape, and I'm really excited for this year when he has like a bunch of it's gonna be like an NFL caliber starting line for Michigan. See, right? how do we get here on a on a
2: 2023 draft this It's your fault, Travis. Travis, this is your fault. Yeah, way you go, Travis. We went all the way to next year when no so,
1: like,
2: beyond Travis and me and Jared, no one gives a fuck.
1: Who's this Kingsley guy you were saying? Yeah, he's up
2: there for – he was even mocked to the Bengals in one of the early mocks.
1: Who's who's he played for? It
2: it is spelled S – well, this is all – I'd have to look it up. (laughs) That's on my watch list, you know, just me writing names down. I haven't watched these guys. So S-U-A-M-A-T-A-I-A, that's a lot of fucking A's. It is. But he's up there in that conversation as a first-round guy. Okay. Like I've seen him in different mocks, I've seen him, you know, on different top fifty lists. I mean, or...
1: I may have even watched noticed him before. I just don't know who he plays for. Yeah,
2: I'll look it up for you. But anyways, back to this year. So we did Miles <laughs>
1: Murphy. And did then uh, did,
5: did you have a grade, Jared? For Miles what did Murphy. You want Miles like Murphy? a number or like a letter? ABC. You want like a,
1: out of ten or a uh I would go probably A minus for me. I think he's a good scheme fit. Plenty of upside. Young. He's going to be here for five years. Like, just get as much out of that as you can. And I think it's a A minus pick.
2: He this motherfucker must played
1: right tackle if he was at BYU because Freeland was their left tackle. Okay, so he was at BYU. I may have seen him. I don't know. I don't think six six three fifteen. And I, after Freeland, I don't really trust these BYU guys. <laughs> so, actually, the guy that played next to Freeland, Clark Barrington, he, he transferred to like uh, Arizona State or something. He's really good too.
2: Cinco Santori. What's up, man? <laughs> Do you have a grade for Miles Murphy?
1: Thumbs up. All right. This so what we're doing. <laughs> this is this is radio, man. <laughs> For the podcast listeners,
5: Sanford gave a thumbs up.
2: So, second round, Juan Drago.
1: Mm, what a he's got to go
2: by, Juan Drago, at some point,
1: right? I,
2: mean, I even asked Dan Hort if he could make the call, Juan Drago with the, and he was like, "I got to fill him out on that."
3: <laughs> That's fair, Dan.
1: Fair. I got, I got but scared. he did the adriel jeremiah you know right it's legendary mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't want to like
2: taint that well that or he don't want to piss this guy off because you know he works for the Bengals. i get it dan horde's a legend he can do whatever the fuck he wants he can fucking spit in my face and fuck my wife in the same night i wouldn't even care he's a legend well, do what he that's
5: wants That's that's a way to go i guess mm-hmm.
1: I don't think he'd do any of those things. No, he's a gentleman. In a I was going to say, I think he's a sweetheart.
2: Generous. <laughs> <laughs> but your thoughts on Juan Jago slash DJ Turner from Michigan.
1: Yeah, super athlete. Put him back in the secondary with all those other freaks, man. This is going to be real fun to watch because the rest of the division, they've got some interesting weapons now, but I think the Bengals did a really smart thing grabbing a bunch of DBs to, to fill the back end of that defense to cover everybody. And I think uh, DJ Turner is just another exciting piece to throw back there.
5: I agree with you. What uh, What do you think, Cinco Santori? You want to say some words this time, or double thumbs up for DJ Turner, Juan Drago? Okay, so I'm not going to talk to you, Santori. Jared,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm just so so confused what's going like. Why? What's going on? It's like a mystery. What What do you say to people? What do
5: you say to people that say uh, DJ Turner's size is a really, really, really big negative? His, well, I mean... Like
1: length? Duke and ball, right? Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not too worried about guys that move the way he does and and can make plays and, and stick with NFL style athletes. Cause that's the hardest thing. Like I don't, I'm not care. I don't really care about how big you are. If you yeah. can cover these dudes out in space, like that's a skill that's hard to find. <laughs> I
5: agree. I know Santori on uh, draft night when we were over at his dad's house, uh, Greg was asking him about, well, doesn't the length concern you? Doesn't his arm length concern you? And and Santori was like, I don't care. He said, I don't care. And <laughs> I mean, I think Greg had a – he had a good point about it, but it was just, like, if he can ball, he can ball. Let's go. Let's Mm -hmm. put him out there, you know? I think that's It's the
1: same kind of thing with uh, offensive and defensive linemen. Like, there are times where you're like, all right, your length is a problem because you don't know how to get around it. But with other guys, like, Peter Skorankoski is a perfect example. Like, I have no questions about him playing any position on the offensive line because he's so aware and able to play within himself. Like, his – uh, weaknesses are known so he works around that stuff and he's able to play to the highest ability because of that
5: Now do you have a grade for DJ Turner
1: A besides, that was a solid A <laughs> in my book you get him in the second round that's an A
5: Santori do you want to say anything about DJ Turner nothing
1: are you waiting for a specific guy have you said all that needs to be said This is awesome.
2: All right. I'm going to go through the screen and pinch your fucking nipples here in a minute. And I'm going to squeeze them so tight. And I'm going to lick them. And then I'm going to stick the nipples in my butthole.
1: Whoa. How? I
2: don't
5: know.
1: I'm kind I'm of glad guy. I
5: couldn't see your face when you said that.
1: Yep. <laughs> it's probably it was, something like
2: this. Because it was very serious. <laughs> All right. So third round pick. A safety. I don't think we saw a safety coming to us in the third round. But Jordan Battle, he fell a little bit. Um, 54 straight games he played. 44 as a starter for Alabama. Two-time All-American. The definition is solid leader. Good speed. Good everything, man. He reads like Von Bell. Vaughn Bell went in the second round. A lot of people thought he would go in the first year. He came out from Ohio State. I think Jordan Battle has a chance to be a starter. If not, he's going to play, and
1: he's going to play special teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think he's he's probably one of the most interesting picks because everybody else was like these super crazy athletes. And then they pick like this smart brainy character guy in the third round that they had a way higher grade on than everybody else. So it's like, I'm pretty interested to see what happens with battle. I think he's, he's probably in the best place he could possibly landed for his, for his game. What is,
5: what, what is Manny talking about? Wild. What, what did I do? I didn't say
2: all that stuff. That was Dale. Oh, it was one hundred percent James. <laughs> <laughs> so Santori, any thoughts on Jordan Battle pick? I mean, I feel like he could be a future captain. It's a strong pick. Okay, uh, James, did you have, like? Did you read up on him? Do you have any thoughts on Jordan Battle?
5: Well, I like I like his leadership capability and to. You know, wasn't he a captain at Alabama? I think so. It seems like the Bengals really target team captains. Um, It's just nice to get another piece to the secondary. We're getting younger. We're getting faster. We're getting, I mean, here next year, it's going to be fun watching all these guys. Put all these guys together, mix it up. Throw them out. I
1: them. like that they're getting all these guys, these all these young athletes together so young. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that you're going to, that we're all going to be able to see these guys grow together, especially over the course of this season. I think next season, this secondary is going to be, I, I've heard somebody say the Legion of Zoom. I like that. That's a good uh, moniker for these guys. They are fast. Mm hmm. The
5: I didn't, Legion on, of Zoom? Yeah, I don't
1: know where I heard it? that, but somebody else said it. It wasn't I me. It okay, well, if
2: they haven't. Claim that uh, I think mean, Hootie Joe got his nuts snipped if he's if he's watching Hootie Joe get on the Legion of Zoom T-shirts. Jared gets a cut, and by cut we mean a T-shirt. Oh, I, I'll do.
5: I'll wear a T-shirt. <laughs> I wear T-shirts all the time.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we moving on to the fourth round, and Chuck Sizzle, Chuck Sizzle, it's my I, favorite I, pick of the whole draft. Okay, your favorite pick for me coming in, I was like, I had him around fourth to fifth round grade. I knew he could return, but I knew he was an older prospect. I didn't really see him in the picture for us. I didn't. And then when he gets picked and his name's Chuck Sizzle, I'm like, oh, shit. This is meant to be. So, thoughts on Chucky Sizzle?
1: So, I first heard of Chuck when... uh. The first game of the year was Penn State versus Purdue at Purdue. It was a night game. I think it was a Friday night game. Maybe it was the Saturday night special game. But Chuck Sizzle put on a fucking clinic, man. That dude looked like he was uncoverable. And then throughout the season, you would pop up and see Purdue because they played pretty well this year. I mean, they ended up in the Big Ten championship game, and he was all over their highlights. And then you watch him play Michigan in the championship game, and you realize this dude is different he is built different. He knows how to win. He knows how – he he puts it all on the line when he's on the field. He will give up his whole body to make a play. And, like, he's fast. He has returnability. He's just a useful. I don't care about his 23. That just means he's going to be able to contribute faster in my mind because I think he's more mature and he is understands he what – He's
2: like 25, 26. He's 24. 23. I
1: he's thought 24. he was 23 and a half. It'll he's he's be, be 25 in October. Yes. Oh, Okay. I didn't know that. I still don't care. okay. (laughs) I think he's still going to come in and be a valuable piece. He's not going to be a starter, but in the fourth round, I'm not expecting a starter. I'm looking for a guy that can be a change-up on offense, a punt-returning weapon, and somebody that can contribute on special teams. Well,
2: I said he's got to be the most explosive return guy since Pac-Man we've
1: had. Mm-hmm. Well Brandon Wilson was
2: all right Dan horde that's what Dan horde said. <laughs> but I, I talking, mean, I'm well, talking Brandon overall
1: to a pro Bowl
2: for it I, but I'm talking overall that could do both. you know Brandon Wilson was a kick returner. backman mm-hmm. would do both that's and fair. and um, our guy Chuck Sizzle has a punt return touchdown and a kick return touchdown on his resume. So and Travion might get first crack at kick return. But, yeah, I think Chuck Sizzle should be back there getting some of those, too. If he's not going to be getting snaps on the offense, give
1: him all the return snaps. I agree. Why not?
5: Why not? I like it. And he's really sure-handed, too.
1: Yeah. He's, his hands are like glue, and he goes up and gets it, man. He doesn't care if he's, like, he's about to get hit or he's up on the sideline. He will put his whole body over there to try and get the ball.
2: So, Santori, any thoughts on Chuck Sizzle? Tell me if I'm wrong, Santori. Cheerum. You you really
5: like his route running. <laughs> he shook his head. For I mean, the come contest. on, Santori.
2: You gotta participate here. <laughs> My brother even messaged me and said, Why is he on here with the shirt off and not talking? I said, David, I don't fucking know.
5: He's the he's the sexiness on the show.
1: It's it's distracting. The whole thing is distracting. <laughs> I can't focus on what we're supposed to focus on because there's a shirtless man not talking here.
5: Shirtless beard, bearded wonder. <laughs>
2: all right, James, your thoughts on Chuck Sizzle? <laughs> I, I'm I'm all
5: about I'm all about the sure hands. Um, I think he had three drops out of 156 targets. Yeah. Last year, if I'm not mistaken.
2: I want to say 154, but you could be correct. I'm, I think I'm, it
5: might have been 154. It was, I'm it was wrong 154. every now and again,
2: but, you know, whatever.
5: It, one time, but it was in the 150s. And, uh, you know, three drops out of that, and I think he had 110 receptions, if I'm not mistaken. Um, dude was a baller. He produced. Um, I like what Jared said about, you know, I don't care how old he is because he's more mature. He's more NFL ready at this moment. Right now. So, that's my thoughts on them, and I, I think that the the pick for me probably B plus A minus somewhere in there is where I would grade it if I had to put a grade on it.
2: Don't ask me for grades because I was lucky enough to write an article for Sense of Jungle, and I don't want to fucking give a different grade because I don't remember what I said.
1: I'll give it a seven point nine. Oh, how out of out of five out of, out of nine and a half, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> whose rating scale is just at a nine and a half?
5: Hey, that's nine. Jared's, he's gonna coin that. That's gonna it's worse
1: cool. for me so far. You don't believe in tens, no, I hate him. It was actually my number in high school.
2: <laughs> this <is the> <laughs> <laughs> Fifth round, my favorite pick, Chase Brown. I had him as the end of the third round guy. I was very excited to get him. I love so many things about him. Uh, I am a little concerned that maybe, you know, his body's a little worn down coming into this season from Abner Carey, carry the entire Illinois offense and the whole draft process. But I like the guy. I think he's good.
1: Jared, your thoughts on my guy? chase brown uh first of all i don't think he really had to carry Illinois' offense their offensive line was good as a unit they weren't like the most uh like crazy talented squad but they were definitely an effective unit that worked well together and chase brown was able to run behind those guys really effectively so i think we should first give some props to Illinois no, line no, Second, absolutely not. His... do you know how many
2: tackles he broke 80 <laughs> well six, eighty-three. what was it it was like he was behind Roshan, right, as the second best in yeah. the entire country. I, I mean, breaking
1: tackles is not the same as like tackles for loss. <laughs> like, you can break tackles and still gain yards. But I mean, it's showing that he's
2: able to do it. Like that was has to be one of the bigger criticisms on Mixon from last year, where he used to breaking tackles. He was not breaking tackles last year. Yeah. He was going on, on first contact a lot. Yeah, he had a couple good games. You want to go to the Panthers game? Yes, he broke some tackles. Mm-hmm.
1: Can't fucking yeah, say that. I'm not saying like I'm just saying the line played well and gave him opportunities to break off big plays. And he did a lot of it himself because he's able to break tackles. So I think his speed it, is it goes hand in hand. No, no. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. That's all I was trying to get at. It's Um,
5: just an Illinois line hater, is what it is. (laughs) No,
1: no, no, not at all. How dare you? That's terrible. I just
2: want to give my guy Chase Brown his credit because
1: I think he could really pan out as a fifth round pick as a running back. I think and I agree. I didn't expect him to even be there in the fifth round. And that he was there at the end of it is really surprising. And all reports were the Bengals
2: the Bengals would have taken him in the fourth had it not been for Chuck Sizzle. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm just uh, I think my thing is, I'm a little more skeptical of that happening with the Bengals' offensive line. Like, they're gonna have a couple new starters and stuff up front, guys switching sides. It's not gonna be pretty the first couple weeks of the season. And I think he got a better picture in Illinois of like easy that's, that's running lanes point. and stuff like that than he will in the NFL behind the Bengals' offensive line. That's not a very uh, like above average run unit they are very like average to below average run unit so i i am a little more hesitant on the chase brown hype just because i think it's going to take some time for the unit in front of them to kind of get together
5: and the the good thing about the tread on the tires he was used a whole lot i think he had 300
4: plus 30 carries Mm -hmm.
5: um he's not coming in to be the guy So he's it's in a split backfield. He's going to be able to, he's going to be able to not have. And so talked to Jay
2: Morrison on Monday on our show, said he could see him competing with Mixon
1: for that spot.
2: I think Bengals,
1: I think Mike Sands said it best. He's going to be like, if the run game's not working, he's going to be the guy that they'll throw in there to try Mm -hmm. to get something to happen. And I think that's more of an exciting. Opportunity for him because he'll probably play some passing downs and stuff too, just to get him out in space. But I think the also the change up, like throwing him in on a gun run on like second and like four or five every now and again, just to try and get something happening on offense. I think that's the more intriguing thing with Chase Brown because of his like athleticism.
5: Am I right in saying that he was a willing blocker? Yeah, he didn't have to do it a lot, but when he did, like he, he yeah, I would say so. so. It's just.
1: Like, it's one of those things, college coaches will be like, yeah, just get in his way. Yeah. <laughs> like, just make sure, like, you're you're in front of him for more than half a second. Crips
5: comment. He said, come on, Jared. he only likes
2: true athletes, like Drew Sample. <laughs> <laughs> I said it earlier. I was playing, so I tried to put in the names because you can't download the full draft roster. And I'm like, I'll play a game of Madden, you know. First play, just a one-yard run to mix in, and then it's like, nope, it's not even that. First game, first play. Drew Samples somehow made his way on the field. Got a fucking holding
1: penalty. <laughs> Why, why'd you go in twelve personnel? That's on you. No, <laughs> I didn't do it again. The rest of the game we dominated, but
3: it's bullshit. You're
1: like wide zone or something. What are you doing, Dale? I don't know. What kind of play was it? Why Drew you with Drew Sample made Samples? his way on
2: the field? All I did. Was this get seems ready.
1: like a coaching error. <laughs> no, this is a sample
2: error. <laughs>
1: What was
5: her run up the middle? That's what it was.
2: It was off to the right. Don't get it twisted. I had a That's healthy right? Jonah That's Williams. I, I had a healthy <laughs> Jonah Williams, a right tackle. I wanted to see I, what he could do. I had Irv Smith and Sample on the right side. And I only got a yard out of
1: all that. And Sample was holding. I run I run three run plays in all of Madden. I run 13 personnel, I Shut formation, power to the up right. Up. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, the second play
2: what was I, that, did an out route, I did an out route with Boyd and he got behind him and, and went to the house and housed it. So, well, there you go. That was the second play.
1: <laughs> I also. my brother time here time. is asking,
2: <laughs> my brother likes the, um, the natural herbs as much as you, Jared. And he's asking, <laughs> thoughts on. <laughs> it's medically prescribed, okay? <laughs> Running back class. For instance, replacement. Second round, guys. Uh, I will say, I did a mock, and I put Donald Edwards as our fourth round, early, too early right, mock Edward. draft.
1: I would love that, or Blake Corum, but Chase Brown's real close to Blake Corum, so I don't think they'll do that. Well, I got Donovan Edwards is like excited. Court. I got
2: them in the first two rounds. I was thinking Edwards could slide to the third, fourth round guy.
1: Is uh, Travis Etienne eligible from Florida? I don't what? know. Travis Etienne, Travis? And the guy on the Jaguars. Tyler Etienne, he's got a brother, and he plays for the no. forget, the Gators. <clears throat> uh, I can tell you real quick.
2: On, That's I'm, a doing, deal. I'm doing it. ETN Well, I don't have him on my list. He could be eligible, but I don't have him on my list.
1: Trevor. Trevor ETN. Oh god. Yeah, I, don't know have any I can't other Etienne, remember that. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. These well, names, I guess, man. I guess we should be uh
2: well I guess Stefan Gilmore had a brother in the in the draft. Steven <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stefan yeah. and Steven. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's what we were on there with Kitley Lee it was uh, with a PhD. And he said, yeah, the parents were real creative there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he said his name's Stephen. This is brother. I'm like, man, they must love Family Matters. Remember that back in the day? What
1: happens if they have Stephon another boy? What happens if they have a third boy? Ooh, Steve. I don't know. Steve. Steve. Yeah. Steve. Steve. <laughs>
2: Oh, my gosh. Anyways, (laughs) where were we at? We were at a... Should we go
5: on to to Greg Lucas? Yeah. Let's go ahead.
2: We've been making him wait for... uh, Yossi Bosch. Yossi yeah. Look at him. I mean, he just thinks he's hot. He
1: he is very good-looking for a man. (laughs)
5: Santori's (laughs) Santori's (laughs) wife.
1: She goes, is that a man? (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> hey, I think I think uh, Parker might be ready. It looks like he messaged him I too late, uh,
2: but uh, tell him tell him we got plenty of time. We've we've been bullshitting this whole time. We haven't made it to any of the good stuff. We've been killing time. Um,
5: Santori's wife came up with some nicknames for different different draft picks, and her nickname for Andre Yosovash uh, was Johnny Tsunami.
2: That's a good I think it's a great name I think it's perfect
5: and so I'm going to show you guys a picture real quick because I, I made a little a little edit of him so here's here's Johnny Tsunami right there
2: and what is that front? I didn't know that
1: was a real thing. Oh, my God. It's the office meme. It's the same picture. Yeah. I was going to say, that's the same
3: person.
5: Here. Here you go. There's that. And there's the picture I used. Yeah. And, um, boom. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> Good, call, Jane. Good
1: call, James. Good call. Oh, Which...
5: that was Santori's wife. That was all Santori's wife. I just... Put it together. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, the thing about Yosivash that was hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw this, but on on one, I can't remember which site it was, and I don't really want to call call out the site by name. But um, they used a picture of him that I'll just put this out here. You see anything wrong with that? His eyes are closed, the ball's past him, his hands are together. Why are we using that picture to showcase?
1: I don't maybe it's one of those there were limited options but I still feel like there might have been a better one right and you couldn't have photoshopped the football close to his hand or just out of the picture yeah no football no football would have been better in that oh my God. I think That's what so I was funny. trying to say was
2: he caught that and the ball came from behind him it wasn't an it from behind him.
1: <laughs> But really, it's like it's that optical illusion. How <laughs> good is a your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh.
5: But sorry. Okay. Uh, Andre uh, Greg is probably gonna kill me because I took up time and we weren't actually talking about him this
3: play. <laughs> no,
1: it's, well, I, it's, I just oh, said uh, Johnny Tsunami. He's gonna be an excellent surfer, he's gonna win the gold medal in Cincinnati. Let's keep it going. <laughs> robert uh, Bass, (laughs) who's the but i could see him have to fight for a
2: roster spot
1: yeah i don't think so i mean i think he's gonna be on the inactive inactive list every week he's too he's his ceiling is dangerous to to let go out into the mm-hmm. to the ether. I, I agree like, I think ether. that's the
2: smartest thing to do is to keep him and just he's inactive. So yeah,
1: I think both having both of them, both Charlie Zone Jones and uh, Yos Yosivash, uh, it's it's probably the end of the road for Trent Taylor. Oh. Yeah, uh,
2: I got to answer this phone call. Yeah, so, what up,
5: Santori Miles Murphy. That is a great name, by the way. Uh, Do you have any thoughts on the first six guys we've talked about? Yeah, they're great. (laughs) We got words. (laughs) Go ahead. Terrible mime. That's it. I
6: don't know what you're talking about.
5: (laughs) This um, this gentleman has a shirt on.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this is somebody completely different. Miles Murphy, uh, I think, is a high ceiling kind of pick. Um, I'm not sure where his floor is. Some of the tape was a little underwhelming at times, but there's definitely a lot to like there. Um, DJ Turner, I think it was almost the exact opposite. Um, he had really, really, really fun tape. Uh, he, the closing speed he has on receivers, there wasn't a whole lot of separation at the point of attack where the ball is arriving. Um, and he tested through the roof. Uh, but he doesn't have the size that miles Murphy has. So they're they're kind of polar opposites in in how they project and and why they're projecting where they project Um, third round. So that would have been battle Um, a guy that didn't test well, but like you guys were saying, high character and pretty good production started a lot of team, a lot of games, a lot of high level games for a big program. And, you know, and he was the team captain that says a lot right there. Um, I think he can be a little stiff at times, but I do think he does a lot of great things on tape. Um, Chuck Sizzle, uh, I think he has a lot of great route running skills. I do think he has some better ball skills than what some people want to give him credit for at times. I see a lot of juggling catches. He can Um, juggle my balls. (laughs) I I do think um, there might be some issues with press coverage, but I think it's getting overplayed. Um, I, I think he's going to be fine. That's a technique thing to get off press. It doesn't necessarily have to do with size. Um, and he's got more than enough footwork to be able to get off of it. Um, and you can teach the handwork. It's That's not a big problem. Um, fifth round. Wrecking my brain here. Who was that one again? Chase Brown. Brown, yes. That was my one guy. Thank you, jerk. Hey, that was one that I was pounding the table for back in February. Um, I think he is very similar to Giovanni Bernard. I think, um, he's going to be a pretty good pass blocker. Um, the grades are good. I don't think the film is as good as the grade says, but a lot of pass blocking from the running back position is more a willingness and understanding the technique than it is talent. Um, and I like, you know, shorter running backs and pass blocking. There's some leverage to be had there. Um, I'm not sure how great he's going to be as a receiver out of the backfield. Again, sometimes those things develop over time. Um, I think he's more of a one-cut slashing back that does have some phone booth quickness at times, which is much needed. He does have that extra gear if he gets an open field that we have such missed with our running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he had a little bit of a fumbling problem, but I don't think it's going to be too big of a deal. Um, you can correct that with some high and tight practice. I think he'll be fine. Um, but he does a lot of things good. He doesn't do a ton of things exceptional, but he doesn't do anything poorly, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I think he, he's an all-around solid back, um, much like Geo was. That's why my comp for him is, is Geo. I think he was a little bit more burst than Geo, but um, I think he's Geo. Um, Next is uh, Yoshivas, again, a a guy that's a freak athlete because he was able to do what he was able to do in college football and never really focused solely on football Um, and missed all that time because Ivy League didn't play during COVID. Mm -hmm. So he's got NFL size. He's got NFL measurables. He's got NFL talent. Um, and he got to the league without ever really focusing on And male
2: model fucking handsomeness. Right.
6: So <laughs> what what's he going to turn into with proper coaching and proper focus? Who knows? Uh, I think that's one of those ones where uh, we always talk about ceilings. I don't know where his ceiling is because I don't know if we really know what his potential is. Um, his least...
2: ceiling is pro bowler and his uh, floor is male model.
6: Right, <laughs> Right. He's got a fallback <laughs> yeah. career. I'd take that. So uh, there's your first six round synopsis. Yeah. Oh, and then the punter. See, don't uh, forget final. about Robins. We haven't yeah. got there yet.
2: We haven't got there oh. yet. Yeah. Well, the sixth
6: round. Punter.
2: I know, but we were doing a whole show. We've been taking all this time waiting on you, big sexy.
5: Punter,
7: go. Hey, fashionably late, my guy. Fashionably
5: oh. late. Parker, did you have any uh, any thoughts on the first six guys we have talked about?
7: I mean, I'm sure you guys have covered them all. Um, I mean. I'm excited to see what battle does and how he contributes. I don't know if he's going to, I'm sure you talked about it, but I feel like he competes for that first spot, uh, the starting spot. Um, I don't think anybody's competing with Hill. I think it's between battle and uh, Scott and, you know, I'm excited to see how that goes. I do. I mean, they've already said he's going to contribute on special teams. I really hope we're getting more than just a special teamer in the third round, but I mean, can't complain if he's on the field. So that's just kind of probably my favorite pick in
5: the, First six guys, so cool, nice. Do we move on to uh, the mustachioed wonder?
1: no oh, thanks, Rob man.
5: Good
7: hang time. He's right there. He's right
5: there. <laughs> With the meat lettuce, I think I heard Santori call it that or something. <laughs> what did I call it? Meat lettuce. I think <laughs> the no, meat mop. I've no, not once. Okay, ever I, I can't that. remember where, where I heard that, but meat lettuce. the Meat mop.
1: <laughs> the flavor saver. <laughs>
2: You learn something new every day.
1: The basement broom.
2: I I think he wins the jump. I think he wins. The
6: Don't make me take my shirt off again. Yeah, you right. missed that, Parker.
2: And Tori so come on here he and a shirt off, and he didn't speak for twenty minutes.
6: No,
7: I know. I was scrolling through and I was like, Wow, I mean this this guy really <laughs> the shirt <came> is <laughs> a bold
1: move. move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for <laughs> I was
6: like, I'm gonna go shirtless to see what Jared's reaction is, and immediately it broke him. <laughs> and then I text and I, I text James right away and I was like, My goal is to not say a word. <laughs> I'm very easily distracted. We're just gonna do it do it all shirtless next time. <laughs> and then I got a customer complaint and I had to jump off. And I was like, oh, all right, I'll tar- jump back tar- on. And I'll, and I'll have to do a talk show. <laughs> well,
5: well let's, have, let's have Parker start first with uh, Brad Robbins.
7: I mean, I love the punter pick. If you're going to upgrade the position, no better time to do it in the draft. You got a great mustache. You got a nice shiny head. Great hang time. Like, I mean, I mean, you can have the conversation about drafting punters or not, but I mean, McPherson worked out pretty well.
5: Nice, shiny head.
7: That's the that, that's the biggest win right there. You got a yeah,
5: nice... Get rid of all this, and then you have... I, I I could. Keep the mustache
2: and shave your head. It's all out
6: to like... I know it's kind of hard to see, but I mean, I can definitely get the, the handlebar going. Or leave the beard, and then just style right here
3: <laughs> I can see nice just trim it trim it down to like you
6: know stubble maybe a little longer and then
1: leave this right here get it curled that would be epic
7: i wish i had a good
3: mustache
6: you know i want to play
1: i just got the flanders man <laughs> flanders. <laughs> see i'm i'm very
6: um i'm very self-conscious about my mustache because it doesn't grow in the middle mm. like there's nothing right here Oh, I no, dude. I got a whole lip broom. See I, I wish I had the the full coverage here. My snot gutter is bare. I ain't got nothing <laughs> in the middle. That's nice though, when you're sick and you sneeze and you don't get all sticky anymore. Oh, uh, no, you do. You do, because it just mine starts like up in the nostrils, so it just carries it just carries through all the way
2: down. Watch up with the real hidden questions. Wax or not just... <laughs>
7: Obviously. You know,
2: It's it's actually leftover mayonnaise that like kind of just
6: gets caught and I just you will know we'll just BLT? No, not
2: not for the coffee. Um <laughs> The Will Love special.
6: It's it's um from from my uh my portillo sandwiches that I, mm. I drove two hours for today. Did you get cake shake? I did. And there's another oh, one gosh. in my freezer right now. I saved
5: one. Jealous. Did you get your wife one? Uh,
2: <laughs> if she, she finds the other one, maybe.
5: <laughs>
6: the other one's for her in the fridge. Um, I didn't intend on getting any. I ordered like three or four slices of cake, and they brought out three or four cake shakes. And I was like, I actually wanted cake. And they're like, oh, we'll keep those and we'll bring you the cake. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to complain.
1: Oh, wow. I hope she ate it during your 20 minutes of silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, go
5: ahead, Dale. Get us back <laughs> on the rails here. Back to the punter. Uh I
2: only get to say DJ Ivy, whatever. He's going to have to battle to make a spot. Anybody, anybody have anything
1: they want to fucking say about DJ <laughs> I, Ivy? I, I tweeted out, I was like, who the hell is DJ yeah. Ivy? Bold <laughs>
7: swing it? there. Um,
6: never. <laughs> to the list and he wasn't on it. To me, he's one of those guys that if like Sidney Jones gets hurt or they have to have a practice squad guy, and like, or like a practice squad guy gets hurt, or like Alan George you know, has a season. Yeah, they're definitely – And they need to plug people. one more guy in to fill out that back end. It's him.
1: Yeah, he's the stash guy. He's the guy who moved from the practice squad. We already have, in we case have the case of stash emergency. guy at the
7: end of the sixth, Jared. What? We got the stash guy at the end of the sixth.
1: It's true. That it is true. I yeah. hate drafting specialists. Stash, I
2: get it. All right, so something that uh, you know, the people that were here on time, Jared, James, myself, <laughs> the other two degenerates weren't here, but I'll fill you in. We wanted to go through the AFC North to start with. and Those drafts and maybe grade them or however we want to do it and see how they did. So first up, the fucking shitty Ravens. <laughs> First-round pick, Zay Flowers, wide receiver, Boston College. Trenton Simpson, linebacker, Clemson. Tavius Robinson, linebacker, Ole Miss. Caillou Blue Kelly, cornerback, Stanford. Oh, I am not saying this name for this offense. M-A-L, of my man. I don't worry Yeah, Maul.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Maul. And uh, Voorhees to stash as a guard from USC. So, how do we think overall their draft class was with uh, for them – Six, Six picks, picks only when they're used last year, they had like 43 picks, and they, and they had a first, and then third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. No second rounder, Santori. You, you want to go first? Yeah, uh, it's hot fucking garbage for that team. <laughs> their best pick was
6: their last one, who's a hurt lineman. Um, here's the deal: Zay Flowers. I not, like Zay Flowers, it's <laughs> not a knock on the individual players, it's how does the player fit the system. Or how does what you're building help you win your division? Because that's the first thing when we talk about team building is how do I win my division? Once that's squared away, it's how do I win my conference? Once that's squared away, it's how do I win a Super Bowl? So let's talk about what they've done to win their division. They added a very talented wide receiver in an offense that has no clue how to pass the ball. I understand they brought in Todd Munkin. Let's see if that works. Who knows? Lamar's had a couple different coordinators. None of them have really kind of figured that piece of his out yet. Okay, so you have a piece that might not even help. Now you draft two linebackers. Okay. That's kind of the running back of the defense in today's league. Um, Either they better be freaking studs and be able to cover downfield, or it's kind of a uh, pick. They, I know that they're getting rid of Patrick Queen, so They're going to need to rebuild that room. Um, But at the same time, those linebackers aren't going to help stop the other teams in your division right now. They're not going to stop. Jamar Chase, they're not going to stop T. Higgins. They're not going to stop Tyler Boyd. Linebackers aren't going to help stop whatever Cleveland's attempting to build. Pittsburgh's got a formidable receiving core at this point. It doesn't stop that. This is a passing leak. So rounds one through three for me are already just shit. And you only had six picks. I mean, four, five, and six, the, the back end of your draft is supposed to be depth or, or filling out your roster, and one of them's hurt. And quite frankly, the guy that's hurt probably would have been a, you know, a, a top pick.
2: Hey, Brian um, Bellini said you're tripping.
6: Uh, don't get me wrong. I had Simpson as one of my top 45 players. Love him. Freak athlete. But guess what? We've seen freak athlete linebackers come into this league. Some of them haven't worked. Nobody's really figured that position out yet for the freak athletes. If they have Isaiah Simmons' fifth-year option wouldn't have been declined this week. Devin Bush. Devin Bush. Like, we've, we've seen it. That position does not translate well. and you spent half of your draft on a position that doesn't translate well and quite frankly doesn't help as much win ball games as the other positions do. Then you wait till the fourth round to take a corner. That's the position of need that shuts down teams right now. You either throw the ball and win or stop the ball and win. you know I mean I, I know I started there a little bit, but you either you either pass the ball or stop the passing game and you know you kind of have to do both in this league. They did nothing in this draft to stop the passing game, which is the reason they've been getting their ass kicked the last year and a half. I know you're trying to build around Lamar, so maybe the Zayflower pick works. But at the same time, we don't even know what the offense is going to look like. We, they've not really invested a ton in receiver over the past, so maybe that works out for them. But they couldn't make Rashad Bateman work, and he was talented through the roof.
2: They're going to need Beckham to be like old Beckham.
6: Okay, and he's coming no, off two and a half. That's I mean, what I'm
2: saying. Like that's, that's a lot to ask for. That's what I'm saying. For Their best-case scenario is that E balls out and that opens things up for Zay Flowers and everyone else.
6: I'm not saying the guys they took aren't talented. It just doesn't necessarily fit the puzzle. The draft isn't to be able to compete now. It's to be able to compete two and three years from now if you do it properly. There's some draft now. But the teams that draft now either have a glaring, glaring need or already competing, and they can add that one piece to set them over the top. Baltimore's neither. They're they're very much a purgatory team right now. They're good. They're competitive. Don't get me wrong. They can kick some people's ass. But the things that they did that they need to be able to fortify this roster don't necessarily fit the puzzle that they needed to build. It doesn't make sense on paper.
2: Uh, I I think everything he said is fair. I do like Zay Flowers. He's my wide receiver, too, so I think they got good value with him. But, uh, Jared, and then we'll go down to Parker. What are your thoughts? Uh,
1: I'm just going to argue that uh, I know a team in the AFC North that has drafted freaky athletic linebackers on day two and has been very successful plugging them in and may have to pay – they just paid one and may have to pay another one here soon with the Cincinnati Bengals, so maybe not the worst idea. Uh, I actually think the Ravens are kind of following a Bengals model. They drafted a receiver in the the first round to help their young star quarterback. They're filling out their their defense with young athletic players, and I think uh, they're going to keep trying uh, with Todd Munkin to to establish the run and have a, a way more explosive offense with the weapons they have. So I think the Ravens did a lot to kind of improve uh, some areas that they thought were weak. And especially, I I do like the Andrew Voorhees pick. They also picked up Tayshawn Manning from UK uh, in, as a UDFA, and he was one of my my guys in the draft. I think he's a fantastic interior offensive lineman. Um, So they really fortified some areas that I thought they were struggling in. So I'm not going to hate on the pick. And Caillou Blue Kelly, a lot of people had him as a day two pick, and they got him on day three. So, you know, I think the Ravens are are making out a little bit better than people are, are giving them credit for. It's not our normal
2: Ravens draft, though, where they just gutted us. Oh favorites. no!
1: That's I think that's the part where we're like, well, yeah. they didn't steal all of our picks, so how good can it actually be?
2: <laughs> they they they've been known to do that year after year. Uh, Parker, your thoughts on the Ravens draft?
7: Yeah, no, I I think the double dip at linebacker was interesting. I didn't, I mean,
2: well, that Tavis I... Robinson's like six six, so I don't know how much he's. He's more of an edge, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But he needs to put on a lot of weight to play edge in their system. Mm -hmm. Because he's like like 250, 260. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that's the reason he fell as far
1: as he did because he's showing flashes that he can do a lot. But he's just his, he's kind of Mike McDonald likes those thinner, like more athletic, bendy edges, though. They got Oway, They got Ojabo. And now they add, uh, what's his face to the whole mix? Like that. That sounds like a good edge rotation. Yeah. Tavius Robinson. I just I don't
7: know. I would have liked to see them attack the their defensive back room a little bit more aggressively. Um I do think I think they did a good job of shoring up their interior o-line. I mean MAL, I mean he can he can play interior. Tell me about this field. guy
2: cuz like I said, I don't know his name. I don't, I didn't have him on my board.
7: No, he was uh, I think he I had him higher than um Forsyth um, out of the Oregon guys that I watched.
2: Yeah, I have foresight toward the end of my board. but I think
7: he was one of the better prospects coming out of there O-line-wise. And so, I mean, I really like that pick. Voorhees is a good long-term pick. Um, and then, like Jared said, Tayshawn Manning. I mean, they they really kind of sold sold out for their O-line guys, and I really appreciate that with their offense that they're trying to of run. Of course you do. Well, I mean, I appreciate that in general. Uh, but, no, I mean, they they run the ball, and that's that's what they do. So, guys, I mean, you're going to get O-line hurt all year, so – Get guys in there that can ball and that can move bodies. So I mean, I think they did fine offensively. I I like Zay. Um, I just yeah, I'm very. I was I was confused when I saw their defensive picks because I just thought they would have been a little more DB heavy, but that's just me. So yeah, I do like Simpson though.
5: Can I throw a question out there? Does does the fact that they didn't pick up Queen's fifth year option make you feel any better about them drafting two linebackers in their six picks?
7: Well no, because I think I think Simpson's fine, he'll fill in. He's not gonna be Queen, I don't think. But then like we like we said, I mean the other guy's kind of an edge. So it's yeah. You got a linebacker that you're kind of hoping pans out in year two, and that's kind of or cool. three or whatever it would
5: be, but
1: have yeah. him fight for the spot. Yeah. Right. James, do you have any thoughts on
2: the Ravens draft or you want me to go to the next one?
5: Uh my big one is just I mean, Andrew Voorhees I mean, where was he gonna go? Probably second or third round.
2: I had a sure. day two grade on him. Yeah, I had I had second to third round grade on yeah. him before he wouldn't it. have been banged
6: Probably. up. He may have been back around to the first round. Yeah,
7: that, he was my interior
2: one.
6: Like
7: it, he it,
5: was, it sucked. He that was four for me. Yeah, yeah. It sucked that he you know tore his tore his knee up during the draft. And, and I
2: a lot of mock drafts, I was like, once fifth round came, I was like, I'd take him here in the fifth. Yeah, mm-hmm. but mm. the
5: the fact. What, what I really liked about the combine was he went out there and still he set set the record for that year for this this mm-hmm. year of the bench press reps. He's a dog. Yeah. He just tore it. And he's like, you know what? I still got to go out there and do this. Showed a lot of heart, showed a lot of toughness. Um, that's a hell of a value in the seventh round. So that's that's my one take on it is I mean, I think they're going to get a really, really, really good offensive
6: lineman. Um, it's just going to take a while for him to get back. Can I make one more comment about the Ravens linebacking room? Do it. No. Okay. No. Well, and I know what Jared's saying because we've also <laughs> drafted linebacker, you know, because we had we had Logan Wilson and we drafted Keen Davis Gaither that year. Here's the issue though. When we were doing that, we had Jermaine Pratt who was kind of flashing at the time. He hasn't he hadn't really established himself at what he is right now.
2: No, it was a, it was his first year and,
6: and you had like Hardy Dickerson kind of coming up the back end. He wasn't still here at that time, but that room was depleted. The Ravens have Queen, who's not working out, and a $100 million linebacker. They're in a far better position than we were, and we went rounds three and four. I'm pretty sure they went two and three or, two and, or three and three and two and two, whatever it was, because they had a ton of picks early. They they've invested so much more into that room at this point than we had at that time. So I'm kind of like, man, that's just so much to build into that room right now with already $100 million invested for a position that's very, depending on how your defense is Well, running, what did they get?
2: They gave the up a situation. second rounder to get him too, right? They gave up a second rounder and paid him the $100 million. Yeah.
1: But they did all of that last year. Like They, ha- they hired it's, a new defensive coordinator, brought I in Ro- – I, I yeah. get it. But so, I still, so it's like they're still building the defense. I, I
6: get it, but I worry <laughs> about – when I'm looking at building a roster, I worry about how much is currently invested in one position. And if it's something where I've got a ton invested and it's not working, I'm going to build around it and then wait until the time actually reveals itself to me that's a little bit better financially to build into that position a little bit more. But I think
2: they've got other needs too. But I mean, that's why they would go get the rookie, though, right? Yeah. I feel like if they build, they're not going to invest in Patrick Queen because they already invested in the other guy. No. now they got a rookie contract to pair with them.
7: Yeah. But if you're only going to roll out this one expensive linebacker and then a rookie to pair with, you're looking at what? Like a 4 2 5 and you got no DBs to run it? Like,
6: Well, and that's the other thing. Your linebackers aren't going to do that much If we're going to go off the the theory that maybe they're kind of building what the Bengals are doing. All right,
2: right? it's fine. It's a cage fight. Jared and I versus Parker and (laughs)
6: Sam Let's go off the theory that they're looking at what the Bengals did and kind of taking that blueprint. You're more than welcome to. How often, once we get to passing downs, are both linebackers out there? They're not. I mean, they, they bring in more DBs. I mean, we run five, I mean, they six they switch DB out packages for ADG time.
1: and then leave Logan in there. They're Sometimes. still using two linebackers most of the time.
6: Well, they did that because Trey Flowers wasn't fucking working out anymore. <laughs> and God knows what position we want to label him at. Corner, safety, hybrid, freak, I don't even know. I mean, he, he is an anomaly. He's an enigma of a position. Um, I just... I don't know. Linebacker is one of those positions to me, like running back to where I just, I really don't like investing a whole lot in it. And they're putting a ton of resources into that yeah, position right now. Well,
2: because, Like I said, they didn't have a second-round pick because they used that second-round pick, correct? Am I wrong on that? The second-round pick went think, to the Bears?
5: I think you're correct. Yeah, they didn't have one, so.
2: But it went to the Bears for that guy, and then they paid him $100 million, and then they, on top of that, they went third-round to try to I mean, they're trying to find some stability there in the middle of their- mm-hmm.
6: I And I understand that, but I would much rather find stability where you've just lost Kalias Campbell, you know, or where...
1: Well, they drafted Travis Jones last year. Yeah, like, so I think they have some in-house that, huh? options, yeah.
6: Yeah, and we've got, like, seven options in those interior spots. Now I really don't know what they've got. I'll be honest, if I'm ignorant and they've got three and four guys ready to come up, so be it. But I don't think they do.
2: Yeah, this I mean, is my, always this is a little,
6: time. always a little inconsistent. Um, Justin Houston is, I don't think he's back. Is he? Uh,
2: I'm not sure.
6: I mean, they've got a lot of holes and question marks in that interior. Basically the whole line of general, the the box has questions. They've loaded up on linebacker now. So we'll say that room's filled out and that's fine. Um, but you know, Jared, I'm sure you know this as much as anybody Parker. You'll say it too. If your defensive line fucking sucks, your linebackers aren't eating worth a damn. Those linebackers rely on the line so much. And right now, their line just doesn't have a whole lot, in my opinion. I just think that they could have really fortified and built for a different position. And that's why, you know, like I said, the players that they got aren't necessarily my quarrel with them. It's where they drafted at all. Yeah, we I think go. this is did, just did we, did a we...
1: difference, like in what they saw as value and what you saw as value, and that, and you know, <laughs> that's why they're in the office and I'm not.
2: You know, so I'll, did, I'll did, did we mention Ojabo as a player for them? No, we did. Yeah, not. so did. Ojabo, who you know was injured, you know, but that was a good value pick for them. And like you said, Travis Jones, I know a lot of people were high on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Mambuque, still have Madenique, right? Yeah, Matabike, BK, uh Michael Pierce, Broderick Washington, Owe, Brent Urban, uh Travis Jones, uh Rashad Nichols, Ojabe, and then like Malik Harrison, Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith, Trenton Simpson, Tyus Bowser, Tavius Robinson. Uh Man, they like signed, they, they were signing Rocky Sin at corner. Uh well that's what I mean, like i'm not scared of that defense no. like for the bengals offense well, what i'm no. saying
7: like they they have no DBs and to get out of the division you got to have defensive backfield and they you can
3: look
6: yeah, really like they're building
7: to stop their own offense they're not building to compete in the AFC
6: north
2: that's kind of, it kind of doesn't make
6: sense. They're kind of built <laughs> to stop the Steelers if Kenny Pickett doesn't get any better. And, <laughs>
2: right. and they if
7: expect Kenny the Browns Pickett, to keep the running
2: the ball. they'll beat the Steelers every time. It's- let's get into the Browns because we spent okay. way too much time on <laughs> <laughs> the fucking. I also <laughs>
6: really wanted to go out of my way to shit on the Ravens, and Jared tried to stop me.
2: Hey, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we, all, we hate all these teams equally. But. But it's going to be hard to shit on the next two, in my opinion. I uh, believe <laughs> me, I got it. Let's go. Dale, do you want
5: me to read them off, or you want to read them off?
2: I can read them. So this team didn't have a pick till the third freaking round. That's the hardest part for me. Automatically the enough. The Browns. Pick 74. They get one of my top 50, like easily top 50. He was more top 40, top 35. Cedric Tillman, a wide receiver from Tennessee. Great outside receiver. One of the rare outside receivers in this class. It's why you saw Jonathan Mingo go so high. I banked the drum for both those guys. Then they got that big son bitch, Siakiaka from Baylor.
7: Yeah. Oh, that's I not, never saw the big one, Ryan. though. That's not the big boy they got.
2: Oh, they got they got plenty of big boys, but um, got <laughs> some they got some girth. But, you that's know they got playing. him at 98. So they got a nice nose tackle with some potential. And then they got that fucking big-ass fucking man meet. Dewan Jones from Ohio State in the fourth round picked 111. <clears throat> and then they come back and they get one of my other favorite players as a defensive end, which I knew we weren't going to take him once we drafted Murphy. But I loved Isaiah McGuire from Missouri. I think, Jared, I think you did too. Yeah, I was a big fan. I was kind of
1: upset that they got him.
2: So when I seen that one, I was like, damn, that hurts. Then I was surprised they went with Dorian Thompson-Robinson as a backup quarterback, but that was almost like, hey, fuck you, Cincinnati, we know you like him. Well, <laughs> well good. they also yeah. lost
1: Jacoby Brissett yep. to the
2: Commanders. Yeah, they needed a good backup, and they think he's going to be it. And then Cameron Mitchell was a guy I said was a dark horse of a corner that I really liked. And then mm-hmm. Luke Whipler was by far the best player on the board for like two rounds. Before he went in the sixth, the center from Ohio State. That's only 21 years old. So for the minimal picks they have and not start until the third round, I thought the Browns absolutely fucking killed it. I hate to say that, but they fucking absolutely crushed it with their draft. My opinion.
7: Well, you got to look and out for me. My- we start so with fun. you,
2: Parker, because we got some man meat here. And then we'll go Santori. Jared, back up to James. So tell us about all that fucking sexy ass man me Thank God, it's in Ohio. It's just
7: not. so close. It was so close. No, I and it's funny because like just from like a prospect perspective, like they did a really good job, and I like just they picking quality players a good value. Sure um, is, Smoke but then them if you got them. And then you look at like the what they're trying to build there, and they got they got Ika, and their interior D line was garbage. And so getting the he's a quality. Are player. you wearing a
1: Lil Sebastian
7: shirt. shirt? I am.
3: Yes,
1: I met Lil Sebastian. Like the
7: first thing I noticed when I got on here at what the
1: Harvest Festival.
6: <laughs>
1: Listen, unlike all of you, I don't pay attention to what other people are wearing. <sighs> I miss you in the Clip it. I don't know that I That's could fucking has. love Jared more. anymore. <laughs> and every time he comes on here, I end up loving him a little
2: more. Quite fucking spectacular.
1: <laughs> I always wear a cool shirt. I think for the draft show, I wore a Fear the Frog shirt as a TCU shirt that I got this past year. <laughs> oh, it
5: wasn't a Patrick Mahomes shirt. No. Old oh. <laughs> oh, Kermit.
1: No, but, yeah, I
7: just I, – I am a little bit confused about the, the Browns picking these O-line guys. Like, I don't really know if they needed a right tackle. I don't know, like, why they're – I don't know. I just – I feel weird that they attacked the O-line like they did, but, I mean, they were still good quality picks. No complaints from me. I think they did way better than I would have liked them to do. Um, but I, I I can see what they're going for. I'd be interested to – I don't know much about their linebacker room off the top of my head, but, I mean – I. Matter. I'd be interested <laughs> to go like four or something like that just because I mean they, they could have a lethal front with Garrett and Ika.
1: It doesn't really matter who you have on the other edge. I feel like Santori is not a fan of just linebackers in general. <laughs> I mean, I earned the reputation over the
6: last like year and a half as like I hate running backs somehow because I don't like paying them. I
1: hate middle of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I, I, I I it's... love
6: the center of a Tootsie Pop,
1: you know, just oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? Some I mean, of those I mean, are okay. I mean, look, Santori. <laughs> yeah. Typically it's about
6: three before I bite it. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have one? I two, suck three. on it. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, Finish up, Parker. I'm not, I'm not touching that one. Okay.
7: Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'd be able to see if the Browns start going with a more, a more like pass, like aggressive defense, where they're looking for a smaller front, like smaller numbers wise front, and loading up on linebackers or DBs, just because it is becoming a more pass heavy league. That'd be a smart move for them. I don't know. I mean, you don't want to really abandon the run when you have the Ravens in division, but I don't know. I feel I feel good about their draft. Unfortunately, take it away, Santori.
6: All right. My mind's telling me no,
0: but my body, my body's telling me yes. He
5: just took his shirt off a
6: bit. No, <laughs> I did not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. That was actually, that was actually pretty good. That was pretty so, good. But, well, thank you.
6: Um, here, here's the deal. Um, at the end of the day, it's Cleveland, so I'm always going to say it fucking yeah. sucks. Um just because I like shitting on the Browns. But going back to my philosophy of you build around the pass and you have to stop the pass, Um, Tillman stretches the field. I think that's going to be a nice little weapon for them to add on to. Um, I do think that Amari Cooper is a solid receiver. Um, I don't think anybody argues against that. I think Donovan Peoples-Jones is a little bit more of a threat than what people realize, and I think Tillman's going to really help out that trio. Um, And You don't have to lean on you know, smaller receivers um, like the Schwartz kid is much to, to do things you want to do. It really levels out your offense. Um, <laughs> so I, I do like that pick. Um, DeWan Jones, um, it's scary because of, we have no idea what's going on with his weight. You see some of the reports at the Senior Bowl, which make it sound like he's lazy. You never really know how much of that stuff's true. But if you want to go off, Tape value versus where he was picked. Holy shit, is that a great value? Um, and I really don't care what they have going on on the offensive line. You possibly picked up an elite right tackle of the future. It's you the take that whenever you Hall can, ceiling,
1: man. Like, right? I mean, and stuck it's... him with a Hall of Fame coach, <laughs> like... right? Like that's that's an
6: unbelievably dangerous pairing. Uh uh-huh. McGuire, um, like I said, you want to pair up pass rushers, and God knows if they're going to be able to keep afford paying, um, Miles Garrett uh, w- with the amount of money that they've dumped into some of these other positions. Um, we're seeing it with the Bengals. Now, if you're going to pay a bunch of guys on offense, you might not be able to pay defense. They've already kind of sacrificed some of their offensive linemen. So, you know, they're, they're probably going to be a little bit more balanced where their payroll is spread across their team. Um, but Garrett's going to be one of those guys. that's going to be interesting to watch how his contract unfolds. If you keep him and he's one of the other guys or one of the three rotational guys, then that's a fantastic pairing. If you lose him, then he's a great talent. I'm not saying he's going to be able to replace him, but you can afford to lose him if he pans out. Um, And Cameron Mitchell, again, one of the dark horses I had for the back half, very talented defensive back. Um, You either – got to stop the pass and you got to pass the ball, and he's one of those guys that helps you out on that back end. Um, At the end of the day, I hate saying that Cleveland had a bad draft um, because they didn't. Uh, they they had a really 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 good draft and it pains me to say they had a good draft, um, but they did. They for the limited amount of picks they had, they got remarkably good value, and they picked positions that are going to help you win ball games.
1: Jared, I agree with everything you guys said. Uh, I think. If anything, their draft kind of signals they're moving away from their their run-heavy scheme, and they're moving to a more pass-heavy scheme, which kind of makes me excited as a Bengals fan because the Bengals stocked up so much on DBs. But I think we're going to see a little bit of a transition. We're not going to see the punchy-in-the-mouth grounds that we've been seeing the past couple of years. I think we're going to see a, a more spread them out, and they got better on both sides in the trenches. I think this is a sneaky team going into next season for a playoff spot, um, and I, I hate I absolutely hate saying that about the Browns because I feel like we do this every offseason. But when you build through the trenches with uh, the coaches and stuff they have and what the talent is that's already there, I think they could be a pretty good team. I think think what happened during this offseason is the AFC North was like, shit, we got to get our shit together. The Bengals are going to run this stuff if we don't do something about it. And all three teams acted accordingly. And I think that was probably one of the – the more nerve-wracking and kind of exciting things about this whole draft. I'm going to say
6: something that I've been wanting
2: to say my entire life.
1: Can I say the closest one to us real quick, Santori, was the Ravens? Yes,
2: sorry. I I feel like the other two got better than the Ravens. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that may be beneficial. But go ahead, Mm -hmm. Santori. Sorry. Uh,
6: I get to say something I've been wanting to say my entire life, and I hope it continues for the rest of my life, even though it won't. So here's to the next five, ten years of it. Um, Teams have to build their... Roster and, and how they approach things to stop the Bengals at this point. If if you want hell to yeah. win, if you want to win the AFC North, not even considering you know it the, runs through us. It, not not even considering <laughs> the AFC because you know the Chiefs are up there too. But if it you runs want, through us,
2: damn it! it if you want
6: a us. chance, if you want a chance in hell Big, Big at getting Big to Big a Big Super Jones. Bowl, you need to find a way to build your team to stop Cincinnati and stop Kansas City. Those are the two things you absolutely have to do. And the way that both of these teams' rosters are built, maybe not as much Kansas City because they get some stuff they're going to have to work on the next three to four years. Um, But in terms of the quarterback play and the weapons that they got, Kansas City and Cincinnati are the teams you have to build to beat over the next five to ten years, and there's no other way around that. So you better stop the pass.
5: (laughs) I'm going to piggyback on something Jared said. So – the Browns have Deshaun Cosby, um, and he, he's he got a year in the system now. Um, he's got a full offseason to where he's preparing. He's actually able to be with the team. Um, I think they really do want to go more pass heavy because they got a quarterback that could probably do it. Um, as before, they didn't really have a quarterback, see the last 27, uh, that could do that. Now they actually have somebody that could. <clears throat> Um now going going to their draft, um Cedric Tillman. I, I'm a UK guy, so I, I live down here outside of Lexington. Um okay. so I, I I I watch UK, so that also means I watch Tennessee.
3: Oh, <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> hey, it's an L for a reason, Jared. It's an L for a reason. So that, that also <laughs> means I watched Tennessee and Cedric Tillman was a hell of a pickup for them. Uh, you know, they needed somebody to pair with Amari Cooper and I think they got somebody. Um, so moving down the line, um, they've got a bunch of defensive tackles on their roster right now. Not a whole bunch of names. I mean, Perry on R- Winfrey's one, but um, I kind of like the Siaki Siaki Ika pick.
1: Siaki Ika.
5: Yeah.
7: His nickname's
1: uh, Apu. A lot of people call him Apu-Ika. Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> this, dude, he's from just
7: like a, like an hour north of me, man. I grew up with that <laughs> kid.
5: So, um, moving, moving on, DeJuan Jones. I mean, the value's there in the fourth round. Nobody can argue that. Um, and Big booty, just big, big. If he can get down to, you know, th- there's been rumors that he was 393. Ooh. If he can get down to 370. Maybe. I mean, he's
7: playing about like 370-something at the senior
5: – I think he was 374
6: moving. playing weight.
5: Yeah, was so moving. if he the air, then I think he's probably going to be fine. Um, and I know it's harder to lose weight than it is to gain it. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I, I think that the, the Dewan Jones pick was uh was a very, very good one. Dorian Thompson-Robinson is a guy for me that if um, – If Deshaun Cosby goes down, I mean, I feel like he's he's that kind of quarterback. I feel like he could probably slide in pretty easy. Um, And then Luke Whipler, I mean, he's a solid center. Um, After that, there's not much. I mean, they had a pretty solid draft. I don't don't know how you can look at their draft and say, sucks.
6: (laughs) Fuck Cleveland, sucked.
5: Well I mean, you can
7: see what you can see what they're going for. That's the big thing for me, is I think like they have a clear purpose in what they were trying to do with their draft. And that's mm-hmm. that's the scary part, is because like you can tell yeah. they have a plan.
1: They had a path and they were they stuck to it. Yeah.
7: Mm-hmm. And they got some damn good players doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. James, you want
2: to read out the Stillers and then we'll roll Absolutely. it. We'll roll it to Jared first this time.
5: Woo. Ooh. Yep, I got you. All right. So in the first round, the the Squealers took Broderick Jones, offensive tackle out of Georgia. Second round, they took, um, they took a uh, he who shall not be named for the first part, junior, out of Penn State, uh, the cornerback, Keanu Benton, Wisconsin, uh, defensive tackle Darnell Washington, Georgia, tight end Nick Herbig, Wisconsin linebacker. Corey Trice Purdue in the seventh round. They went from the fourth round to the seventh round uh with their picks. Uh Corey Trice Purdue, cornerback, and Spencer Anderson, the guard out of Maryland. Jared, your turn.
1: Yeah, I their draft represents one of the best value drafts on my entire big board. Uh, getting two uh top like top tier players in Broderick Jones and Darnell Washington. Um And then Keanu Benton wasn't far behind them. So getting all three of those guys, just improving the trenches. Darnell Washington in the offense. I know a lot of people kind of make fun of the Steelers offense because it's so – it's definitely hard to watch and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But throwing a new left tackle – and the guy that could probably play tackle if you needed him to into that offense, with along with all of what they have already, that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, Spencer Anderson, I wasn't too high on out of Maryland. I know he tested like a freak, so that kind of worries you. Hopefully, like you don't, <laughs> as a Bengals fan, you don't want him to work out, but as a Steelers fan, his traits are pretty exciting. Um, and then like. They're probably one of the few teams that were like, you know, we have to get better in the trenches because that's where the Bengals are so physical and able to control games. And then they they got a corner to add to to some free I guess they added Patrick Peterson and Joey Porter Jr. I get and they're just trying to improve these guys around them. I'm not sure how much it'll work but at least you can see that they're trying to do something as well with the weapons that the Bengals have. So I think overall the Steelers had a pretty good draft and and like I said it represents one of the best values that I saw out of the entire NFL.
5: We need to point this out real quick. chop who was the biggest Darnell Washington (laughs) fan before (laughs) the Steelers took him,
1: uh, hates him now, and that's a really, really good Bengals fan to do that. Well done, he was my tight end one, Uh, he was the number one overall. He was ahead of Michael Mayer and Dalton Kincaid for me on my draft. I'm pretty
6: sure because James, we had our little watch party Mm -hmm. that when Washington got picked and Greg Luther. Started booing it right away. He's like, Steelers suck, fuck him, everything. And I stopped, I looked over and I was like, he has been a Steeler for seven seconds.
3: Long That's all the That's all the <laughs> <laughs> are
5: are you good, Jared? Or you want to move on to uh, no, I, I
1: don't want to talk more about it, it just makes me mad. All right,
6: go ahead. Oh, all right. Um, uh, I'm 99% sure that I had a mock draft for the Bengals that went exactly what the Steelers picked, with the exception (laughs) of Darnell Washington in the fourth. Um, Every single player that they drafted at one point or another, I had mocked to the Bengals. So they took a lot of guys that I thought very highly of.
7: Except um, that Penn State guy, yeah,
6: right? uh, yeah. I I wanted nothing to do with him. Um, so for totally. this, for the, for the Chuck sake, Sizzle cooked him. Well,
5: yeah, Victoria, the... didn't you say that? Didn't you say that you were going to act like he didn't even exist on the team if we drafted him?
6: Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> So for the sake of pure facetiousness and to be a dick, um, I'll run through what I think of their draft. Um, Broderick Jones is uh, too muscular, so he's going to suck. Um, Keanu Benton, I mean, there's only one Keanu. It's Keanu Reeves. I don't know what you're fucking trying to pull, so screw you. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., um, your dad's an asshole, so you probably are too. I don't like you. Uh, Darnell Washington, you can't run routes, man. You're just a giant fucking tree. Um, so have fun being the second tight end and tight end two sets. Um, outside of that, yeah, I guess they killed it.
2: <laughs> left Corey Tries. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Tries this one. That was a fantastic <laughs> review. I thought you
5: were going to say, uh, Joey Porter Jr., uh, names already taken. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what now about that, Nick? What about Nick Herbig?
6: Um, I don't really know enough oh, about Nick him. Herbig.
1: I'm, I was I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm
6: pretty sure his brother already plays with the Steelers. I think they, they- already. I yeah. think they
1: signed him this year. Yeah, I think you're oh, right. Bro, I think that's bro, another set team, of brothers. Bro. I think they've <laughs> had like the... They're all about
0: brothers. Like, uh-huh.
6: they, They've had a lot of sets of brothers. Uh, the, the one thing I do want to talk about, though, um, and I, I called him out on Twitter and it went absolutely nowhere, so I'm a little bitter about it. So I'll do it here because it's a slightly larger platform.
2: And yes, yeah, so that um, was a point great reference in there.
6: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was Ryan Clark said that Joey Porter was a great leader of men. And I was like, "Eh, I can pretty clearly remember him jumping Levi Jones in a casino. Um, So I'm not sure how much of a leader of men you are when you're doing that and running onto the field when you're not supposed to be. He's leading Um, men onto the field. Yeah. he's (laughs) Leading by
1: example. (laughs) example. Yeah. So if that's the example Joey Porter Jr.
6: Had his whole life, he's going to be kind of a dick to deal with. That's all. I was like I don't know how you can say he's a leader of men when his his arrest record says otherwise. But whatever.
7: No, I uh Shots I think fired. I think they uh had a great draft for the team that they are cuz they have Nick Herbig who's kind of one of those linebacker edge types that doesn't really have a place in either position just like TJ Watt. Yeah. T- like he's the he's the same mold. That was the
2: first thing I said when they drafted
1: him. By the way, yeah, I'm like it's the same he's guy. It's like a miniature one. Yeah, South like, <laughs> like well, like, I saw that
7: pick go off and I was like, well, damn. Um, and I, her Jones. I mean, he was my OT uh, one. You no, know, I think OT two because Paris Johnson still exists in the world. Um but yeah, I, I do I think they did I think they did a great job for the team that they have and what they're trying to build towards. So that's all I really want to say on that. I have too many Steelers fans that have been in my ear
6: Boo. since the draft. So uh, I will say, um sorry Dale, go ahead. I've been cutting you good? off on your show your entire time. <laughs> you're good. Go um, ahead. Go ahead. I, I do think the Steelers have a definite plan with what they want to do. Um, they're bolstering the line. We know they like to run with Najee Harris, and they brought in Darnell Washington. I think you're going to see a lot of 12 personnel sets, and they'll mix in 11 <laughs> as needed.
2: <laughs> Crowding, um, of cool. <laughs> like, um, you, man. Cool. Sam Tori <laughs> talks about pooping all the time. So the fact <laughs> he put it up, but you interrupted me, and we're talking.
6: It's 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 pretty, you know, spot on. Yeah, uh, but I think you're going to see a lot of. 12 personnel sets. I think you're going to see a lot of play action rolling the pocket. They're going to look a very much like a modern version of like a 2005 style offense, just sans the fullback. Um, maybe go back to like 2009, 2011 era Patriots spec when they had, uh, their two tight end set with, uh, Hernandez and Gronk. Um, not that we like talking about Hernandez, but it is the point of reference. Um, I think that's kind of what they're going to try and replicate.
2: Everyone's just going to be farting and, oh and a lot going on, man. A lot going on. Man. But yeah, this, so I'll, I'll break down the best I can. I, I thought they, they absolutely nailed it. I was very high on the Browns draft, very high on the Stillers draft. I think the Stillers may have the best draft in the entire thing. I'll have to go back through all of them. Um, but Broderick Jones moving up, knowing the Jets—that's who they wanted. And they—that's all Belichick.
7: In. That was all. Did you guys Billichick? see he that? He got robbed, and he Did knew it. Did you guys see
1: that? That Belichick. <laughs> he knew he got robbed. A forty Belichick. He was like, "I'll move. take less because I know they're going to take Broderick Jones. They're
2: that's totally good for me. Good. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's like I don't care. I want to fuck the Jets. All well, the value I need. <laughs> the level of pettiness is elite." For being such
7: an old man, like he is still so petty, and I love him for it, to be quite honest. Exactly.
2: Like, I I don't necessarily love the guy, but when I see that level of petty, with all the success he's had, I'm like, that's what makes him who he is. I
1: hope he he finished that call he hung up and everybody was like so. And he's like,
2: eh, they worked. He said, talk to my dog.
1: Remember that year
2: they were when it was the COVID? Yeah, it was just the dog sitting at the tree. It wasn't even Bill Belichick. He's like, here's my dog.
0: And it said Bill
6: Belichick under it. <laughs> They're just popping in house to house gave they have all the cameras set up. And that fucking like husky's just sitting at the yeah. desk. Yeah. <laughs> I want well, to be a head coach know, in the
3: NFL just so I can give off Bill Belichick energy. That's what I want for myself in life.
1: <laughs> my favorite was Frabel's kid on the. Job. Oh yeah, the, well, the whole the whole thing that was going on at Frabel's. <laughs> yeah. There was like a lot going on. There.
6: Well, they had like Frabel's son had a friend over who dressed as Frozone, like just standing
2: in the corner. There was somebody in the bathroom that you could see through the mirror. Yeah, he's like, like <laughs> pooping. It's probably me. That's what I was talking about. So, Tori, that was your chance. <laughs> that was your chance.
3: That's how but should, anyways, that's how back to you. this
2: draft class. Yes. So Broderick Jones, I thought that was a steal them being able to move up and get him. like I never was able to get him past 13. That's before the Jets traded back to 15. Well, that fucking worked out, huh? Because then they were able to trade up to 14 and snag it. And then Joey Porter Jr. We we all predicted that Jared all night too. It was like, yeah, oh, I mean they could trade down, but it's like, <laughs> ah, what's the the pick was in, it was like that's ah, Joey Porter Jr. <laughs> could have,
1: yeah.
7: Yeah, we should have done that thirty third. <laughs> we
1: should have just done on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they. <laughs> we waited all know it's going to happen here. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: And then that, that Benton man, I was really high on Benton as a. I was, as a, I so was I not thought,
1: as high. What? Why? You didn't watch a Senior Bowl film, then, bro. He was just inconsistent all year. He, he, sometimes he, you see those super high flashes, and then sometimes you just see him get absolutely planted. <laughs> but he's like, a oh. beast against the run. That showed
2: flashes as the pass rusher he can be. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I kept thinking for the Bengals. I'm like, Marion mm-hmm. could literally mold this guy into a Pro Bowler. Mm-hmm. Now, hopefully, they don't fuck the Steelers,
1: right? But yeah, now pick. I hope I'm right. Like, he never picked yeah, up. Yeah, head. you're damn
7: right, Jared. You're right. He's
1: nothing. <laughs> he sucked. He's all. awful. <laughs> it was awful.
2: Then, Darnold watched him. We all heard about the knee, like the flag for the knee injuries. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, he sucks. Like, poor Chop, he hates him. I just don't, never liked him.
7: I don't see what his role is on that team. Like, he's just another lineman. That's what he is. Like, they're not going to throw to him. They got Muth.
6: But so the, I, said, the, the, I think they're gonna do a lot of twelve personnel sets. Might the be the still I mean, of the they, draft. You put
7: him next to Broderick Jones and run the ball left; he to be sitting pretty. So, I mean, I guess that's kind
6: of what I think they're doing. Like,
7: but the whole like, still of the
2: draft could end up being Herbig from Wisconsin, just yeah. because the flashes he showed—he's a pass rusher. He's not—that's what. Like, I hate that he's listed as linebacker. I'm like, okay, but he's a three-four pass rusher. That's what he yeah. is. Like, if you put him as that, and that's his job, and a 3-4 defense, he's going to be really damn good at rushing the passer. And he goes to the team that has T.J. Watt, who is the perfect example from the same fucking school, Wisconsin. Like, perfect spot for him. I don't love it for us, but that that could end up being a steal of the draft. Corey Trice, a lot of people thought,
1: oh, he'd be a good third-round pick, goes in the seventh. He this may is, end up being a safety, though. Yeah, his medicals must have been scary. God, Jesus!
5: That's, that's Darnell Washington's role on the team. Right there. Good oh, Lord. All right, Port For, Chop. Well, at
2: least warn us if you're going to do that. You're Vikings. welcome, Port Chop. He did what you did before. It's like a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> uh, Spencer Anderson had a draftable grade The guard from Maryland I mean who gives a fuck at this point We're looking at fucking watched Washington's dick on the stream Here, Here's
5: what Here's what I'm going to say about the Steelers draft So this was Omar Khan's First draft as GM right Yep It was pretty damn I mean, good And I don't look forward to that next year And the year, okay. after, and the year after that They'll fuck it up Like If, if If this is his first draft coming in, I feel like that's not good for
6: everybody else. Here's the deal. They still don't have a quarterback.
1: Who let the dog out? Uh, It's my dog, and I feel like I'm about to get yelled
7: (laughs) (laughs) at. That's the warning siren right there
1: so that's the I can't go get the dogs because I, I am going baby. to get on your carpet if you do not come help me. Right. Yeah, no, they're out. Right. Jared, you gotta go? Yeah, I think it's time all right, for buddy. Me I now. love you. Hey, hour 40 minutes, long time. Love you, buddy. Love you guys. Appreciate for having me. See ya. Love See you. you. After I got Jared, find him on Twitter. <laughs> and then
2: James is And there and goes James. James is
6: like, fuck it. I'm out to you.
7: <laughs> Me too. Me too.
2: James was like, I was only here for Jared. not the <laughs> rest of you. But yeah, what were we even talking about?
7: Uh, Darnell Washington's penis, I believe. Yeah, that's that. the last thing
2: I seen. It was just like. Pff. Man. Yeah, I think we're going to end this episode. Uh, hour and 40 in. Appreciate everybody tuned in. Glad Sam started talking. I mean, it only took him to put a shirt on and two or three appearances. But he made it. With great, with great knowledge and opinions, Parker always bringing the heat. I do want to mention Parker. We did. You, you were making me sad during day three, <laughs> and sometimes during two. Even though you were on part two,
0: Uh-oh.
2: every time one of your guys got picked, you're putting that damn sad emoji. Sending them in the rain, dude. I I was sad. I just this
7: Bagels draft made me sad. I know. That's why I haven't talked about it much. Like I
0: I haven't they
7: did, and I don't want to share them very publicly. (laughs) But uh I
6: I wish you could have been at dad's um because at one point dad started filming every single pick, and I've gotta go and find the, the film of it because every single time someone was picked and James will vouch for me on this, Greg would lose his mind going oh, I wanted him. It was like 47 straight players in a row.
5: yeah it sounds like Greg. it was that, that was the running joke of the night and Greg will, Greg will say it.
2: Oh it I know was like every pick. Oh!
5: <laughs> I think at a certain point Greg got got to where he enjoyed hearing everybody yeah. else. That's the
2: like, clip we really need. What is Greg. Like, every pick. Oh! Ah! It's just like a Just noise. like a montage. Matt, Matt
5: <laughs> took a video of Greg. Oh, during the Darnell Washington pick? Yes, hold on. So,
6: that was really funny, because Matt and I are sitting in, like, the, the two front chairs, and we can kind of see each other, and Greg's sitting kind of behind us.
2: Poor Job said he's the same at pay court, which I can uh, the next <laughs> partially, <laughs> partially <laughs> vouch for that, because Poor Job was on there, and we knew who the pick was, like... And Greg's like, Sh- shut up, I do give a fuck like that. And like, he was doing that to us. Like,
6: So, Bourbon and I are sitting in like two chairs kind of across from each other. And Greg and James and everybody else are kind of sitting behind us. Yep. And Bourbon looks over at me and he goes like this. He goes, I'm trying to find the video. He goes, it's
2: Washington. And
3: I went, uh-oh.
6: And then we all just kind of slowly started kind of like out of the corner of our eye watching Greg. Greg's like twiddling his thumbs. All of a sudden they say Darnell Washington. And like all the color from Greg's face just left. And we're just all sitting there staring at him. And he goes. Like you can just see like his entire like self. (laughs) He was having an out of body experience and not in a good way. (laughs) Like I think he almost burst into flames. (laughs) Like Darnell Washington
5: (laughs) I think it's going to take me a second to find it. I've got it somewhere. This is awesome
3: airtime,
2: by the way. Uh, this is the I'm high quality to... stuff we come here for, right here. <clears throat> I'm going to have to get off here because uh, yeah, my sister's uh, picking up food for. Because you know, I don't, I don't cook. Rest what are we getting, bro? Number... It has uh, Wendy's. Order Wendy's, yeah. Because oh, I got it quick and easy and cheap.
5: Oh, I I got the video. It's eighteen
6: seconds. Can we?
5: Is that cool?
2: Is it going to show well on the? Is it good? Yeah, make James James the big screen. Yeah, go ahead. Oh.
6: His body just (laughs) (laughs) stopped.
3: (laughs) like his
2: hand went down but you know there's so much leading up to that that's the context you don't get also the the other thing that was annoying the hell
6: out of me during our, our little watch party every I think bourbon did this almost every single pick
1: well, adivore is going to go here. AA is going to go here. AA is
2: going <laughs> to... Hey, I can't lie. That was our stream, too. It kept...
6: Yeah, like,
7: I don't and know why we, we kept
2: expecting... I don't know why he dropped as far as he did, but at one point, it
6: got really quiet, and Matt didn't say it, and I looked at him. I was like, well, is going to go here, right? And he was like, fuck off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, I got to go up and uh, talk to the girls. If any of you guys want to get on just uh, Hangout stream later... I know Parker, you, but you gotta go please your wife. I'm sure.
7: No, I don't please her. I mean, I'll be with her though,
2: probably. Okay. Fair.
7: <laughs> it's a group effort. I'm not Darnell here. We're not.
2: <laughs> we well, all seen that. None of us are. No. We couldn't combine to be that. No. Combine. Oh, Still oh not. Thanks. All right, man. i ain't gonna play the music. Just uh, find Parker Blake. Subscribe Go-go to Go go Power shit. Rangers. Rally around the Natty. Check them out. Uh. Love y'all. How day?